Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello. And returning is James Farley. Hello. Return of the Mac Daddy. Once that's again. What, that's, that's it, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, that's the nickname. Yeah. Is that your yep. new, is that the new nickname? Mac Daddy Newsman. Oh, I'll take um, it. Yeah, it's fine. We'd like to start the show by thanking our Patreon producers for this month. They are Aaron pra- Patrick, the QuickBooks chap, Simon Nelson, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Trans Rights of Human Rights, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Rocketman76, Grey Dragon Claw, Fred Fenge, Smooth Monkey, Don Whiskerando, Colin Smith, Richard Sawyer, Jonathan Edwards, and Tom S. They are the crew. They're the crew. They're the full Nels crew, and we really appreciate each and every one of you for signing up at patreon.com forward slash TCGS, going full Nels. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for the support. And you too can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. You don't have to go full Nels, although you bloody should. Uh, you I, don't I have thoroughly to- recommend it. Yeah, no, I thoroughly recommend it too. You get name read out and all that. It's really good um, for my heating bills. Um, various <laughs> different, various different tiers, haven't we? We've got a bonus show coming up soon. We've got uh, the heists starting this week in uh, Grand Theft Auto. Um, so get over to patreon.com forward slash TCGS and, uh, and just pick a tier, pick a tier. Scroll down to the bottom, preferably. Um, you can also get... Lord of me, Windy Pops. You could also get um, Marvel calls a week early, which means that this week you'll get to hear Ant-Man. Worried about that one going out, James? Yeah. I'm worried about that one. We'll talk I already, about... I can already guess why. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't... <laughs> We'll talk. We'll talk about it on the bonus show. I think. Yeah. Uh, the the, the oh, yeah yeah. There's stuff around that <laughs> that episode that maybe doesn't come across in the call that maybe we need to discuss a little bit. Yeah. But that was a wild episode. I've got to admit that it's one of my favourites. Honestly, it's really? one of my it's one of really? my favourites we've done. Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you've not signed up, then you get Avengers: Age of Ultron this week, which I think is a, a decent episode. But okay, that's enough of that. James, you weren't here last week. I can't wait to hear your feedback. Uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed the show. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, I mean, here comes the gut punch show. Here comes the gut punch no, show. I mean, I, mean, I mean, there was, I mean, there, I mean, there was some criticism thrown my way, uh, like throughout the episode. But oh, yeah. by I whom? Mean, most most of this was, you know, it was valid criticism, and I've internalised that criticism, and right. I'm going to try and move on and be a better person. So right, okay, uh, hey, break hey. it down then. Well, yeah. Which ones? Have no, you no, taken it's, on I've put it out of my mind now. He hasn't so made any I, notes, Dave. He, he hasn't made any notes. No, the criticism I heard. The criticism I heard when I was listening, I thought yeah. that's. I understand where that's come from, and I'm going to take right. that on board. Could you? And I'm so going to continue. Take it on board. You have to know what the criticism yeah. is. James. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've internalised it, so I don't no, need to. No, no, you must. You must. <laughs> Could you if you're taking it on board, you must know what that criticism is. I can't remember. But, oh, <laughs> wow! I, I know that there was just the usual so jibes about not being committed to the show. You know, all, just the well, usual you're just stuff. You're proving it now, James. Yeah. You're proving it now. You haven't internalised it at all. Oh, all these jibes about me not being committed no, to the they, show. They, they're, Did they're you take usual. notes from last week? They're usual. Nah. They're usual ones. You always get those, isn't it? You know, it's, 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 <laughs> James is like, oh, it's all the usual ones. Like, I, I can't do 10 strikes in a row in bowling. Can't do a 100 yeah. meter sprint in five seconds. All the usual. Oh, standard stuff. It's just yeah. the usual stuff like, you know, oh, James is tired. James hasn't done anything. James is like, you know, isn't here right, as okay, usual. But if yeah, they're the usual, usual complaints, James, then yeah. maybe... Maybe do something about it. Well, said, that's, that, they, they, that's what I said. I said, literally, I said I internalised that. Yeah, and you said that. Yeah. But you've... 
You, to prove that, you haven't taken any notes from last week. Because <laughs> I didn't need to, because it's the same old shit that you always come up with. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the never-ending circle, isn't it? Unbelievable. It's the same old shit you do uh, every time, so it's like, what's the point? Were you last week, mate? You, were you all right last week? Yeah, you, it was brilliant. You had a nice yeah. little break. Did you have a nice it, time? Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, that's sarcasm, isn't it? Blimey, absolutely. <laughs> the sarcasm after. Ah, I do, like, I don't know how much you can you can say really, but um, you know, when you when you're dealing with your kids all week and you've got your mate complaining because he has to socialise. Oh, uh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> and he's torn <laughs> the continent. It's a, it's a bit of pill to swallow. <laughs> oh, I'm not, not going to engage with this because it's just such bullshit. No idea. <laughs> No idea whatsoever, and just like, just like, oh, poor me, poor me, all the time. It's just pathetic. Go on, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Matt, should we get to the feet? I mean, they must have all loved it last week, surely. That they, I mean, there's a lot of feedback, so I think they did. We're gonna start with Big Sam Allardyce. A up, lads. I've got a perfect solution for your problems with young James. Uh, you see, the problem with the lad is his stamina has gone. Uh, much like an ailing star striker that shows brief signs of genius, but has really passed his best. <laughs> he needs to be rested properly and only brought out when it is absolutely necessary. Obviously, you need him for the news, and you can give him a few minutes after that to tell us what he's been playing. But once that's done, you need to sub him off. Get some young <laughs> blood in that's got the staying power to listen to what the rest of you have been playing and still have some left in the tank for some banter on the listeners' questions. You know how hard that, wa- that wife of his works in during his downtime? Changing light bulbs, putting up curtains, it sounds exhausting. The boy needs a rest if you want the best from him, especially now he's transferred uh, to Bavaria and he's an hour ahead. Anyway, just an idea from someone who's seen it all before. Keep up the good work. <laughs> BS. Cheers, BS. Uh, James, thoughts? Well, it's the same stuff, isn't it? I mean, it's just coming, it's coming from everywhere. It's going to be your response to any bit of criticism Yeah, because it's just the same old stuff, isn't it? It's just the same old having a go, slagging me off. Just because I care too much, you know, it's just like it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I think I think they're saying you don't care enough, James. I, I don't know how I don't yeah. know why that comes across. Honestly, I mean, well, maybe because you, know? you, you fully checked out about midway through the episode you're on last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, Matt. How did yeah, I do that? Asleep. Don't know. <laughs> oh, this just got this just got serious. Then did you hear that? That just <laughs> the, the tone, tone changed. The tone oh, yeah. shifted. Uh, James just got serious with Matt then. Just turned look nasty, at him. hasn't it's it? Few- no, don't look at him. It's the podcast, no, isn't it? I can't. It's it's also, there's a flag <laughs> in the way. Go on. Uh, I'm a Patrick, the QuickBooks chap. Good morning. Or just a bit of feedback regarding last week's Twitch revenue share chat. I agree that a review of the 50-50 split should be considered in favour of the creator, but I don't think Amazon would have much headroom to go much further than, say, 60-40. If you think about it, Amazon is not having to worry about providing the service for the creators making a good amount of revenue each month, but their concern is of the platform as a whole. So for every ninja, thousands or even tens of thousands of creators are making no revenue, but they are still they still have a similar cost infrastructure that Twitch has to maintain. I myself am part of the issue. I have a small live podcast based on QuickBooks, and we have an audience on YouTube and Facebook of all places. But we also have the option to stream simultaneously to Twitch. As a marketing person, why wouldn't I take up this option? Streaming to Twitch is free, and despite the fact we would be lucky to get a single viewer at any time, 
the exposure option would be silly to be ignored. So how much are we alone costing Amazon and Twitch, as I said, streamer services to sometimes no one at all? I think the only way to do a fair split for the platform is that Twitch would need to reconsider the subscription costs for all creators looking to stream, or which would be catastrophic for a smaller creator. So personally, I feel like a system where the most popular streamers keep the platform accessible for up-and-coming streamers isn't ideal, but surely a fairer system overall. Okay. That's uh, an interesting point. Amazon um, made over $400 billion yet, uh, but, yeah, in the US. That's the, yeah. <laughs> I think Amazon would, would be all right. I mean, it's definitely valid to point out that, yes, like effectively, like anyone can like turn up on Twitch and, and effectively create a cost for, for Twitch, right, mm. just by using the service. But I think Amazon would be all right. Yeah, no, you know, there's, there is something to be said that all sides of a business needs to be profitable. And if they're not profitable based on the revenue share, you know, would they have to start charging streamers to use their service? I guess is is a worse option than what they're doing. I think, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's certainly worse for sort of smaller streamers and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's tough, isn't it? It, it? it is tough. It's not as straightforward, but you do kind of think, you know, how... It's the power shift, isn't it? Mm. What's more powerful? Is the platform or the talent more powerful? Mm. And unfortunately, really... the platform, isn't it? Well, well, (laughs) unfortunately, really, because there is no alternative, Mm. it is the platform, yeah? Because every time the talent has gone to try another service, they have not pulled it off. But, you know, I mean, YouTube streaming is gaining momentum, it's bringing in a lot more people, the hours are going up. So, this, you know... They they can't keep doing this for too long. At some point, they have to be a bit more aggressive. I think with the revenue splits mm. to keep people yeah. on the platform. Yeah, we'll but see. as you spoke about before, they've got a magic thing whereby Amazon owns them. Prime owners or Prime members get the free sub. That that is huge for you know people like us. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at our split between people that actually pay for a sub and people who use their Prime sub. It's you know it's not even close. Um, pretty much everyone uses their prime sub, which we, which is brilliant. You know, it really helps us out. But it does make you think: Would we? It's not like we make a lot of money out of Twitch anyway, is it? Really, right? We barely mm. make, we barely make a tenner each. But it's, it's, it's worth showing up. It's worth doing. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's not it, compared to the Patreon stuff. No. Nah. No, right. right. Ricky Rice Cooker. Sean, on the subject of, of uh, toaster ovens, due to landlord stinginess, I'm not bothering to install an oven in my flat. I have a Sage Smart Oven. It's a great, if pricey, desktop oven air fryer. It's essentially a super high-end version of a toaster oven. Ironically, it's fucking shit at toast <laughs> because these things can't cook the toast as quickly due to the heating elements being further away. It really dries the bread out on the inside. And if you if you like well-done toast, it might as well be Melbourne toast by the time it's done. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe you're covering this. <laughs> but what happens yeah. if you air fry bread? You spray I've not tried that. Have you tried that yet? No. Spray it in oil. God, they did, in. You, fried slice got unpopular quickly, didn't it? When everyone realised that everyone was, you know, getting very, very ill from the amount of fat they were eating. <laughs> but I remember my nan used to do fried slice all the time. It's ridiculous. It was so stupid. It's just like, it's. it was just like eating like sawdust dipped in like oil. It was so <laughs> weird. It was nice. It was so good. Ice it like was them, nice, wasn't it? Ne- never eat them anymore. Isn't that just fried bread? What, what, what's fried slice? Yeah, I don't think I've ever had I it. I want to ask you about air fries, actually, Dave. Fried slice? Is it fried yeah, bread? Fried, fried oh, bread, right, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fried bread's amazing. Yeah, call, it fried, call it fried slice round now. Was, um, what, what, what do you want to ask me about air fries, James? Because I'm not the person to ask. I think 
Uh, maybe we'll stick. We'll do it on the bonus show or whatever because I've got questions. Oh, there's a teaser there. Yeah. Cool, fuck it. Oh, we're going to get flooded with uh, people. Sobs. People signing up now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll talk air fries on the bonus show. Fine. Brilliant. Okay, Kurt Lewin. In last week's show, I've heard perhaps <laughs> the most outrageous opinion that has ever been spoken on TCGS. Uh-oh. We need to talk about toasters. On last week's episode, you described the hotel toaster as being the best. I had to rewind to see if I was hearing you correctly. In my view, the hotel toaster is perhaps the worst invention of the 21st century. <laughs> what? Here is- here is why. For a start, they take ages, so you're always waiting in a queue longer than the one to see the Queen. The wait is only made on. longer. Well, well, I, right, let's go through this piece by piece, because firstly, I don't think that's true, is it? A normal He's toaster overstating for effect. Right, okay. I think, I think no, it's because yeah, no, you're in I'm the queue, saying, isn't it? <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Sean, yeah. I wasn't questioning that it was as long as the queue oh, for right, the okay. Queen. <laughs> I get that though because you're worried because you're in the queue and you're like there's only a limited number of sausages and all that kind of thing available <laughs> so you're like I need to get this toast quick so I can get onto the other stuff and then you're standing in a queue for ages yeah because but hold of on thing. It's, it's quicker no it's quicker than a normal toaster 100% you think so yeah I would I would have thought so yeah I think sure, you should like... read the whole thing because it, some of it sort of intertwines all right, some of it intertwines. Right, when we move on to the next point, um, the the wait is only made longer when you get to see the people. Uh, when you get the people that that see their toast come out not cooked exactly how they like it, so either stick it under again or get a new piece of bread. This can go on for multiple slices if they judge the settings and end up burning the toast. If by some miracle you get to the front of the queue before the bread, your holding goes goes mouldy from the weight. You then have to adjust the setting of the what dastardly equipment to meet your recommendations. Alternatively, go with the current setting, which may produce something resembling charcoal. Fair enough. Some of these latter issues you may also encounter if the hotel had a regular regular toaster. However, the conveyor belt of, of misery is always on belting out heat, which would make the sun blush, making it incredibly environmentally unfriendly whereas the standard toaster is only on while cooking toast i was about to finish my feedback but i've just thought of another reason why they're the worst if you see the toast is cooked as you like it mid-cycle you may decide as i have seen many people do to stick your hand into the machine to grab it out early running the risk of burning your hand in the process on the metal grid and booking yourself to any in the process pain and misery the worst invention of all time Right. So. I mean, Kurt, I've usually got a lot of time for Kurt. <laughs> I've usually got a lot of time. In fact, I, don't, I think privately in our WhatsApp group, I said this might upset a few people. I think I said he might be my favourite listener. Right? <laughs> yeah, Kurt, that's where you are in my, uh, in my books, mate. You've wildly let yourself down here tonight. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like you don't know how to use them. Yeah. Is, it, is that the feeling you're getting, Sean? Well, so the, the reason I was saying it, it sort of intertwines somewhat. So you're saying they're slower than regular toaster. That is not true. And the reason that's not true is because, it's because it is on constantly. So you, you criticise <laughs> yeah. it for being environmentally unfriendly. Yes, but that's why it's actually much quicker at toasting your toast. Okay, because there's right. no heat up process. Okay, exactly. it's just, okay right. It's just yeah. constantly... Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I would argue against the environmentally unfriendly thing. I mm. think it is more envi- environmentally unfriendly if you're doing it for one person. But in the mm. morning, everyone in my fucking flat is having toast. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the amount of times Joel cook 
like uh, cook <laughs> Joe would toast <laughs> two slices of bread. Yeah. But the bread, the timing on the toasters, Sean, mm-hmm. if you put a second lot in straight away, it doesn't account for the extra heat right, that yeah, carries over from the up. first batch. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it's always burned. <laughs> so we have to do it again. So technically, <laughs> that's using up more dangerous energy. <laughs> False economy. So, False economy. False economy, it is, it is. Um, <coughs> also, they usually have a little dial, don't they? And you just change the dial to what yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, you just, just shift it around, doesn't it? It's fine. And the good thing is, you're standing behind someone, you can go, oh, that toast looks a little bit too brown for my liking. It's going down a little bit. <laughs> and the dial's going down. So you haven't found the dial. That's the second thing. Yeah. Thirdly, it looks cooler. You haven't, 100%. You haven't yeah, it's nice seeing it down, yeah, going down the little conveyor belt. It's like it? a little robot and it like serves your toast. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like going to Krispy Kreme, you know, seeing the donuts being made, but toast. <laughs> I just think it's it's the stress of it, of being in the queue, you know? That's the only thing. Do you yeah, I've never. When Krispy Kremes first come out and they used to have the conveyor belts that went around pretty much the whole fucking like restaurant <laughs> thing. And then loads of these donuts would be going past and you fit. And they went quickly because people just used to nick them. Uh, Whereas i was from sorry sean <laughs> it's all right i was just gonna say my only experience of these is obviously yes it's like a you know hotel breakfast buffet set up and I, i've never seen one with a queue so for me it was a very leisurely post yeah. post the bread in the machine yeah. wander around get everything else you want and then go back there's your toast off you go here's here's what i think's happened sean mm. i bet you're like me you're down at that buffet nice and early aren't you oh i yeah <laughs> you, you, you down it. You, you get down there. And I say, I've got a feeling Kurt's getting in there. You no, know, if it's if it stops at ten thirty, he's down there at ten. Yeah. But you yeah. have to be careful with that as well, though, because no, sometimes no. if you get there too early, the good stuff hasn't been brought out yet. And that has not been what, my experience. What kind of what kind of establishments are you going to where the stuff isn't there because you're, you're too early? No, sometimes, Why would they be holding stuff back? No, no. Yeah. Sometimes, hold sometimes, save them. Sometimes in some of the places I've been. It's like you you go out there you're like oh there's some sausage there's some bacon that's nice there's some there's some I don't know Wait, fried you've fried already eggs mentioned the good stuff yeah there's then, some fried so eggs what? I actually fa- I fancy some scrambled eggs there aren't any and then they bring them out later and well, it's, why don't it's you annoying. ask if you, so, if, you, yeah. if, you were, if you want scrambled egg over fried egg then you deserve all you get mate <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I gotta say yeah you deserve that fucking I'm a, yeah. James James I'm a scrambled egg man. I'm with you. Course um, you are. Course you are. Well done. You're in good I mean, company. I like it too. James, you happy with that? Oh, what bunch of bloody nerds I'm working uh, but with. But no, the, the, right. this notion that they, they they save the best stuff until No, no, it's, it's not saving the best stuff. It's just that it's sometimes... It's the opposite, isn't it? Because when you get there at 10 o'clock, it's literally the dregs. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You don't go right at the end. But if you're there right at the beginning, sometimes they haven't brought everything out. Really? Like, seriously. Well, no, well, that's a shit hotel then. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, right. Uh, should we move on? Yes, please. Hakon Lingstad. Never heard of a narrowboat before. Even though longboats used to be a thing here in Norway, you should go for it for the next TCGS con. My stepdad used to have a sailboat when I was growing up, and the ceiling was too low inside the bedding chamber or whatever it's called. It, you know, like in a coffin. <laughs> also, the smell <laughs> diesel was horrible down there. Felt like Dracula at a classic car convention. In the end, my mum sold his sailboat, probably behind his, probably not behind his back, in order to finance a year learning Spanish in Andalusia. The buyer was this Danish falafel maker in the Norwegian city Trodheim. Always raining there, he intended to live in the blasted thing. A year later, his business world blank was bankrupt, it seems. Haven't seen the boat since. My mum and step oh, this is quite a story. My mum and st- <laughs> my, my stepdad came home just before the pandemic. His kidneys were acting up in a big way, and my mum got a leave from her work for various reasons. 
While out from work, she decided to pick up the Switch and Animal Crossing. She used to turn me off for playing games growing up. Now she's played an, uh, New Horizons for more than 2,000 hours herself. She oh, even for, bought for a moment X- then, I thought you were Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> I don't know why that called New Horizons. Yeah, Animal Crossing, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. Um, she used to turn me off for playing games growing up. Now she's played New Horizons for more than 2,000 hours herself. She wow. even bought an extra Switch, the limited edition Animal Crossing one, so she can have more than one island... Both are named after regions in Spain, and she plays in Spanish on one of them. <laughs> Sorry for the long message. This is what the narrowboat thing made me think of. I'm out drinking with a friend who's been in the bathroom for ages. I should probably <laughs> check on him now. <laughs> splashy, splashy. Actually, I would like to see more of that from our listeners. When they're sending mm. feedback in, like, when and where are you sending that yeah, feedback? Yeah, the because I do want to know, like, at what point are people doing it like on the flight like I'm on the train and I've got to let them know that I'm angry or I've thought about it all day and now I'm in my office just before bed and writing this in um yeah so that's good oh thanks for that uh hack on yeah, um, yeah it's a shame my parents didn't get into it, but my mum my mum did go quite quite a dab hand in uh, Fortnite <laughs> oh ninja that's <laughs> yeah, what, what we yeah. call her that's what we'll call her ben. okay Dobson, feedback on last week's episode, Evening Gents. On last week's episode, you discussed a recent price increase for games on the Apple App Store in Europe and Asia and wondered if this could happen to Xbox slash PlayStation games. This is unlikely, as Apple's price fluctuations are all due to currency and have been since the App Store launched in 2008. Essentially, every developer can set prices based on the tier of US prices, with the lowest being 99 cents, then 199, 2.99, etc., these tiers automatically set pricing in other countries and account for things like VAT, whereas US prices have never and likely will never change. David said this price increase had only happened once before, remember the 69p apps, but alas he is incorrect. The cheapest level was 59p in 2008, 69p in 2011, 79 in 2015, 99 in 2017, but then decreased to 89p the current level in 2021. Mm, uh, this is all clearly linked to a difference between the UK and US currencies. So yes, it's a miracle we didn't hit uh, get hit by this last week as well. One See, mer- and you, you wonder why I don't take notes. If I'd have done this and come on the show with this, you'd have taken me apart in the beginning. If I'd have, if I'd have given you back on this. Who, so um, what, what are you saying about Ben Dobbs Dodson? I'm saying it's valuable feedback that if it had come from my mouth would not have been valuable oh, feedback. Oh, because you would have done it in your way. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, uh, yeah, so one minor curveball. When the price increased from 79 to 99p after the Brexit vote in 2017, Apple gave devs a way to charge just 49p for an app in the UK and still have it be 99 cents in the US. I don't know why they did that, and as far as I'm aware, nobody took advantage of the offer. I'm the guy in this article saying why the hell are they bothering with this. There's a link to a BBC News story. Anyway, keep up the great pod. Ben Dobson. <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Uh, I don't really know what to say, but uh, there's a bit of feedback there on something we spoke about last week. Should we move on? Yes, yeah, move. On. I mean, I, I do appreciate the feedback. Well, what did we say? We can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. It's no, I mean, all the answers are there. Good contained. information. Nothing we can add to it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great bit. I of swear feedback, to God, crazy. James, if you come with anything like that in the future, I will absolutely tear you a new one. Coming to end with Garrison Savannah. When Dave said he wanted the Cuban VR, did he mean the Philip Schofield game show or the 1997 film? I feel these will be very different VR experiences. <laughs> Why would I mean the 1997 film? Why Maybe would love it? Garrison, it's like a sci-fi horror thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like is a it? mad yeah. prison and people get killed in traps. And they stuff. got to do the little games and stuff to get out yeah, of the cube. Basically, basically, basically the same thing. With Philip Schofield and the yeah. more um, murder. 
That is it <laughs> for feedback. Go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. Leave your feedback. James, last week, barely any news. The week before that, tons of news. This week, tons of news. <laughs> is the news waiting for the newsman? I think it is. There's tons of news. The newsman cometh. And I mean, the thing is, is I'm also, I mean, I'm, I'm really sad about this. Like, I've got to start the story. I've got to start the news with a sad story. And I'm just, I've been thinking about this all week and I'm really I bet sad. You have. I bet you have. That this, yeah. that this has happened. That it's come to this. Come. So anyway, Shenmue's animated series has been cancelled. Oh, yeah, over overegged the build up there, didn't you, Sean? He overegged it just a little think, bit. I don't think it was that bad. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little right. bit pantomime. It was a right. little bit pantomime. He knew what much? he was doing, the lad. Yeah, a little bit too much. <laughs> Go on. Well, anyway, the Shenmue's animated series has been cancelled. Um, so yeah, this this is a shame. I mean, a second series was going to happen, Are we but ever it's now been. Find- out what the fuck happened to that fucking bloke we we're never gonna, gonna find out, out. never why that sword started floating doesn't matter what the format is we will not find out i was going to ask you you know what's the reason for it being cancelled but it's because no one would really watch it isn't it that's <laughs> yeah that's the answer and um, can i ask you something right can we just do shenmue free spoilers now please oh god yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, out what two years right mm-hmm. okay so here's what i remember the first film the first game the, who's the bad guy in it? Landy. Landy kills Shenmue's dad. <laughs> and That's his why, name. Can't, oh, no. why can't Shenmue crawl? <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot. Shenmue was a tree, which <laughs> made me wet myself at the end of Shenmue 2 <laughs> when I found out. Oh, it's a tree. My parents called it Shenmue. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what we were building up to. Right, okay. So um, Shenmue's dad dies at the start of Shenmue 1. Uh, Landy gets away. You spend the whole day trying to find Landy. You find out Landy gets away to another country, right? Yep. That's, that's Shenmue Gone 1 China. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- Shenmue 2, you go to that country. You uh, chase down Landy again. Nothing really happens. You find Landy. Um, and then you go, and then he goes away, and then you go to some forest or some shit. Yeah, yeah. You go, th- you go through the, you, you meet up with um, Shenhua, who's like this right. other who you yeah. were destined to meet. Right, yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. having visions of her for for throughout the two games. You meet her. There's a floating sword for some reason, if I remember correctly, in a cave. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, literally no, nothing happens. It's the Phoenix Mirror, Dave. Right, yeah, but the Phoenix Mirror, there's two Phoenix Mirrors, right? Yeah, there's two, yeah. And you need them together, and Landy was after the Phoenix Mirror that you've now got, right? Okay, what happens by the end of Shenmue 3, James? Right, Um, you end up in (laughs) China, which is a very poorly observed version of China from like the 1980s or whatever, there's nothing like that, and you spend most of the time trying to get out of a village, and then you go to a town... And then when you're in the town, you have a big fight at the end, and you're still no closer whatsoever <laughs> to finding out what's gone on. So is Landy even in that the third one? Uh, I don't. I don't remember him being in it. Actually, wow. I remember him being mentioned, but I don't. I don't remember him actually being. <laughs> no, no. I think if you. No, no. If you, I think he on. might have been right at the end. Hold on. But this is ages Scientologist, ago. Scientologist in the chat is saying you fight him, James. Do we? I don't remember. It's, do we? Oh, <laughs> do we? But you don't do get him. That's the problem. If you're making Shenmue three, I don't care what the you know what the oh I've got another nine episodes planned. You're not George Lucas. Stop it. People have been waiting ages for Shenmue three. You make sure that in Shenmue three you fucking get Landy 
and you <laughs> win, right? Yeah. That's what you need. To, that's like, what Shemu Three needed to do. That's the only thing. If it was one yeah, fight the where you just beat the piss do. out of Landy, right? Yes, good. Close the book. We've done it. But you wouldn't even let look, us have that. But he got I away, as Shemitri said. Yeah. He got away I was, again. I was absolutely blown away. I was absolutely blown away that I ended up enjoying Shenmue 1. Mm-hmm. Right, it had its problems. Mm-hmm. Of course it did. It's a really old game. But I, I, I've, I somehow got enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't really like Shenmue 2. <laughs> but, you know, I appreciated some of the stuff it did. It's all about the characters in that game. There's some really good characters and you, you, you fall for some of them and you really care about others, right? <laughs> But the fucking plot is dire, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> appalling. The thing that stitches it together is ridiculous. You take away the revenge stuff from the first game, I think it might be a better game. Mm. Yeah. I think it might be a better game if you're just wandering around just living your life, life in the yeah, first yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. But it's never it's never gonna be finished. Like it's never gonna be finished. And nope. at this stage, I mean the sad thing is is I really cared about this series a lot. Now I don't really care that much. Like after <laughs> playing the third one. I'm just thinking, I, I don't think I can do that again. Like, mm. go through another one, which is just, you know, he gets away again at the end, or there's no resolution whatsoever. It's just really sad. Well, that's as, as Sean said, there's there's one thing that third game should have done, and that's wrapped it up. Mm. Like, just mm. wrap it up. That's all you got to do. It yeah, doesn't you, matter you if had you had that vision in your head. Wrap yeah. it up. Because it's the only chance you'll get into wrap it up. That one's going to fuck. I mean, it's I, unbelievable. I, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the Kickstarter didn't quite go to the, the levels they wanted it to. They had to Kickstarter anyway, so they already knew they were in trouble. Then the Kickstarter didn't get to 10 million or whatever was needed. It did. It did um, massive. The, yeah, it was no, yeah, okay, no, but, but they, they still said it was like nowhere near what they needed to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they, I think they thought they were going to get massive funding. Mm. Off the back of that, um, and I don't think it ever came. But but they um, ignored all the signs, and they still said no. This isn't going to end it. Like, the thing that, that was the I really, I really hope. I really hope that he just puts up a tweet with a drawing that says Ryu killed Landy. At the end. <laughs> Do you know what there I mean? Go, like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. But it is amazing you know I mean? that he didn't realise probably that this was his only chance actually to yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you've got one shot at this, yeah. and it's like. Nah. fucking terrible as well. I didn't make it out of that first village. That you know the hide and seek and the fucking uh, the the way that you had to build up your character to to beat those bullies at by the gate. That, that was really annoying, wasn't it? Especially because you like you beat them up and it's like, well, I can easily beat them, and then it's like, no, you can't. You got to do more training, and yeah. it's like, but yeah. I'm just beating them up. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible game. Lots of stuff terrible. like that. It's not so great. But yeah, okay. So yes, that that's been cancelled. So that's not going to happen. But they've also cancelled Blade Runner Black Lotus as well, which is a shame. Oh really? I heard I heard that was supposed to be good, but yeah, um, yeah never mind. Right. So anyway, I mean, the main news, obviously, um, that I wanted to talk about. I mean, hang on, let's, let's see if that works. No, it doesn't work. Never mind. I uh, see. I was going to change the thing, and now I can't. <laughs> and it's not. There we go. Done it. Right. There we go. Okay. Nice. Great for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had enough. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I, I about just, how I wanted to annoy people. Stuff that, the thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Stadia, um, it's 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 shutting down. Um, no, as, as I think a lot of people thought it was going to, but it has happened. So Stadians will have access to their libraries until the eighteenth of January, twenty twenty three. Yeah, this, this, this is the wildest thing about it: the refund stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, so anyway, do you, do you want to hear what Phil Harrison's got to say about it? Go oh, on, God, please. Okay. 
While Stadia's approach to streaming games for consumers was built on a strong technology foundation, it hasn't gained the traction with users that we were expected. So we've made the difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia oh streaming my God, service. If only they had listened to the <laughs> fucking market when they announced this stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they announced it and everyone yeah. was like, this isn't going to work, this is ridiculous, mm. think of a different business model, and they went, nope. Oh, it hasn't worked. We didn't. We didn't envisage being here. <laughs> How? Everyone told you this wasn't going to work. Yeah. Are you mad? Mm-hmm. The underlying technology platform that powers Stadia has pr- has been proven at scale and transcends yes, gaming. Yeah. We mm. see clear opportunities to apply this technology across other parts of Google, like YouTube, Google Play, and our what? augmented reality efforts, as Do well mean, as like YouTube. That's what, what I mean. I don't know. The fuck does that? They use data YouTube. centers and. Now YouTube will run. All right. Okay. Google Docs. Google Drive. <laughs> Google Sheets. Let's just say Google things. Go as on. well as make it available to our industry partners, which aligns with where we see the future of gaming headed. We remain deeply committed to gaming, and we will continue to invest in new tools, technologies, and platforms that power the success of developers, industry partners, cloud customers, and creators. And uh, yeah, so that that's the the statement. But I mean, they are refunding all Stadia hardware purchases to Stadians, um, as well as game and add-on content that was sold via by the store. Is and- anyone uh, the four of us? If I was to predict that one of us has spent money on that system, my prediction would go on Sean Bell. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, I got. Um, what did I get? I think they gave me like a ten quid voucher, and then I bought. What did I get? It was like Rage 2 or something, because it basically worked out that I'd only pay about two quid for it. Right, okay. Um, so you're getting a £2 refund. I assume <laughs> so. Uh, nice. <laughs> Matt, did you spend any money on it? No, I didn't. I didn't buy yeah, any. So it's, it's only Sean that spent money on Stadium. I, mean, I, I, like everyone else, got those £10 vouchers, and mm. I was like, oh, do I? And then, no. I mean, I, I, yeah, like the fact it- that I got Rage 2, like a game, that, that was literally just like, I'm pretty sure I already had it on Epic or whatever for free. Definitely. And I was just like, well, two quid just to see what it's like, right? It's not very good. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really work. Uh, no, it, um, sorry, it does work. It was just like trying to play it on a phone. You're playing, obviously, a game that is built for PC and consoles. Like, the interface is just too small. Um, and just, yeah, it wasn't a, a good experience. But I mean, sure, yeah. that's, that's the one thing you can never say. You can never say it didn't work because that's what gets it's, people yep. really upset. Because people because always immediately say, but it worked, it worked. No, and, and yes, right. it did. And this is, <laughs> that wasn't the problem. It's easy to that make was never fun, the problem. But, well, yeah, it, it wasn't the problem. <laughs> but to be fair, when this was first announced, that was part of the scepticism, right? Was that we were all yes, like, hang on, definitely. is this even going to be playable? Like, is this going to be? Yes. And it was, it totally was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say, I it's think, everything else that, that they got wrong. Um, the fact that, like, okay, it's not Google's fault that everyone sort of assumed it would be like a Netflix subscription. But again, like Dave was saying, they should have perhaps taken that on board and maybe thought, oh, maybe we shouldn't be charging full fucking price for games that you don't really own. Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. I mean, obviously it's good that they're refunding everybody everything. That's Mm -hmm. great. But Mm -hmm. then developers apparently have been hit by this in a not great way this is the big, yeah. biggest problem yeah. of all of this yeah. because if they're saying I mean you will go on to what they've actually done but if they're saying that they and I think this is all bullshit but if they are saying they still want one foot in gaming and they're still going to approach it they are going to be hard pressed to find people within the industry that will trust them now yeah. after what they've done mm. to the people that well, be, 
100%. Surely all they're going to do is they're just going to sell the technology to be used by other companies, isn't it? They're yeah, not going to. They're not going to do anything yeah. that's going to actually in no. gaming anymore. It's no, just but I, be like, I, I'm, I'm talking like ten years down the line. Yeah. If they wanted to do something with gaming, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you turn around to a community or a, an industry that you've essentially sold down the river? Mm-hmm. It, tell, tell them what they did. Tell them what they did. Oh, well, I think people have short memories. You know, in ten years' time, and they're like, we're, "Yeah, we're we're back." Or the but was like, "Oh man, this is fucking rough." Mm-hmm. It's rough, but pure offshore memories and like, okay, now it's not like an thing. Five G, blah blah blah. I, I mean, those those Atari consoles have done really well. You know, when they tried to bring those back again. It's a little bit different though, comparing Atari to Google. You know. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that, that, that was the joke. Um, so <laughs> developers have obviously not been very happy about this. You know, with Stadia because. A lot of people, they said that it was the first thing they heard about this was from the public announcement, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, that the service was ending. And also Google staff were apparently only told about this like three hours before it even happened. So, I mean, there was like, there's SFB Games and Maya developer Simon Roth had said that articles online were, you know, the first they'd heard of it. And yeah, there's other people who have got games that are imminently coming out, like stuff that's coming out in November and stuff, and now they've got no idea what to do. Like, how do you proceed with that mm-hmm. if you've put all of your work into that and now it's not happening? But then the other problem you've got is you've got people who they've got, like, Stadia-exclusive games, of which there are some. And it's like, what happens to them? Like, can they oh, port do, them over? The, the contract just goes away, doesn't it? And no, they but get it's to like, a game wherever but they it's, want. But it's like, what do you do with those games? Because they've been designed, mm. you know, for Stadia and that. And it's like, okay, do well, I put the Xbox? Into, like, they oh. know because the actual sort of interesting Stadia stuff never really happened, did it? Like the state sharing and all that stuff. I'm not yeah, saying, yeah. It, obviously, it's a pain in the ass. I'm not saying like, oh, just fucking copy and paste it onto an Xbox and you'll be fine. Like, it, obviously, it's, it's way harder than that. I mean, because that's the other problem, isn't it? It's because we, you know, we like, because everything on Stadia runs on Linux. It's not just a case, like, as you say, it's either you've put effort into porting it to Linux, or if you've been making it for Linux, you've then got the sake of porting it to anything else you want to put it on. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, if you've been making a Stadia exclusive and Google were paying you to do that, presumably they're only covering, like, you know, the the costs incurred up to that point. Whereas I'm guessing, as a developer, you were probably hoping you were going to sell some games at the end of it as well and make mm-hmm. you know a bit more cash out of it, and that's now not going to happen. So it's just yeah, it's absolutely atrocious position to. to well, put I mean, I felt. I mean, the, the devs behind um, the Hot Wheels Unleashed was the one, wasn't oh, it? Oh God, yeah. It was literally what about an hour or two before it was terrible, they announced it? They tweeted, that they were like, closing. It's like it's coming, and then it's like you know, like we've got this game coming out like now, and mm. then it's like oh, you shut, shut, no, shut down. down. Never mind. It's yeah, just it was um, that is bad because yeah. you wonder how much. Well, I mean, how much out of their own pocket they've they paid to convert? It can't have been out of their own pocket, right? Who in their right mind would invest? Well, this is the other thing that interest. I remember reading, like Steve Totillo, like saying, like from Kotaku, that it was like. <laughs> Google have spent a lot of money, like on other, you know, getting other companies to port stuff as well to Stadia, like mm. loads and loads of money, and it just, but it obviously it hasn't come off, and it's just strange that I mean, I still think it's a bit strange, honestly. They've they've kicked this in at this point, you know. I, no, no, you don't. What are you well, talking James, about? James, you said it'd be dead within six months. Yeah, I thought it would be because it's <laughs> Google, but I still, I still, because they they kill stuff all the time, like they always do this. Well, there but, you go then. So don't act like you find it strange. No, no, no what, what I mean, I've mean, been saying straight away, this ain't gonna last long. Right? Well, yes, that's, that's true. But uh, yeah. and you know, a little bit of pushback from Matt. 
Um, <laughs> well, no, because I think you said it'll be dead within a year, and it's lasted way longer than a year. Well, three as years though. Two or three exactly. Years. Three times. As I think those two years, it wasn't really active, was it? <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't well, killed is, like James said. It'd there, be dead there in are months. lots of stadiums on Reddit, seriously, that mm-hmm. are upset about this. There's loads of them. Also, yeah. I think so, about the other devs. Like, you know, uh, Google bought the Journey to Savage Planet devs, didn't they? Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. what, what do they do now? And like, Journey to Savage Planet was a fantastic game. Dave, you and I really enjoyed it. You know, yeah, they'll probably good. work on other titles. Hopefully they can release on other platforms now. Maybe they're always going to. I don't know. But it's like mm. Jesus. Like the, you know, they obviously, um, you know, <laughs> Google Stadia. Look at Phil's going through their bins at Google. <laughs> at <the moment>. <laughs> <laughs> What's in here? What's in here? Journey to Savage Planet. We'll add them. We'll put them in his pocket. I mean, it, it would be, it would be, it would be a good move for them to say, you know, anyone is, you know, drastically affected. What, what can we make it on Xbox Cloud Gaming? It would be a good move and and good for the developers if. Someone were to go in, and try and help them teams, it? but it's you know it's a lot of lot of work. But um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say then. But yeah, it's it's sad. The whole thing's rubbish. Mm. I mean, yeah, the other thing, spot. the other thing that's happened is that there's like, okay, so Ubisoft, Bungie, and IO have also been talking about like you know how to move content across as well because people have put time into this, like they put time mm. into these games and played stuff. So Ubisoft have said that games on Stadia can be like transferred to PC. But then I've also read that some people aren't happy about this because some people are like, well, I'd rather have the refund, please. Um, because <laughs> the reason I'm using Stadia is because I don't have a PC, you yeah. know, to like to do that. So selling point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like, we, we so should point out like, you know, because there'll be people listening to this and be like, well, actually, you know, because we've heard from them before, like like people have said, you know, I use Stadia because here is here is my use case. And there's why mm-hmm. I think it's really useful. And to me, it's, yeah. it's really useful. It's like. Yes, okay. So if you're in that circumstance, it, this getting shut down is bad. However, have you heard of GeForce Now? Because it does the same thing and mm. <laughs> hooks into your Steam library and all the rest of it. And yeah, yeah, GeForce Now is really good. Although, didn't didn't they have GeForce Now had a problem with people signing up to it? Right? Do you remember that? Well, they had. Yeah. So they they were they were letting you play like anything in your Steam library, and they hadn't actually checked with yes. devs and publishers <laughs> if that, that was all yeah, right. So I believe now it it's. It's only things that have been like greenlit for yeah, right. yeah. Like Minesweeper yeah. and uh, yeah. Chess, Spider Solitaire, yeah, yeah, yeah stuff. Well, like even that. I mean, how how available is cloud gaming now for Xbox? Like, can you get that app on most things? Now? Yeah, well, yeah, it's web based, doesn't well, it? No, so it's just browser yeah, now, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Just a browser app. So. Yeah, I mean, that is worth looking at, especially with the Game Pass thing, mm-hmm. which is what we said. Exactly. It's what it should have been, but it wasn't. Well, this is it. And Google have got a wallet big enough to do that, surely. They really have, yeah. But but then it was Google that shut down the developers that they were going to... The whole plan, even though it's totally backwards, that they were going to... They announced this product, released it, and then said, okay, now we're going to start these in-house development teams. Mm. Like Jade Raymond was heading something up, I believe, at mm-hmm. one point. Yeah, you know, you're, you're already fighting They should have done that like five years previous, they, then announced this type, yeah. then announced the thing, said, exactly, here we go, we've but, got Jade Raymond's game, these games, these developers, but they did it backwards. Then they shut them studios down, mm-hmm. and so now we're here. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's no surprise whatsoever. But they did it in a typically Google way, like in the sense of like you release something as kind of as a beta and then you just keep iterating on it until it either becomes something or it doesn't become something. And mm. in this case, it, it hasn't. But that's, well, this, I mean, this that's, is what's yeah. so funny, isn't it? Is it's like on the one hand, this is like this huge seismic announcement. And yet also it's exactly what loads of us thought would happen because they've mm. done it before with loads of other services, Google Wave, Google Plus. Like this is just how they fucking operate. 
Like mm. I know, but 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 for me, it was you know we're we're all into we're we're all gamers and the capital um, G. We mate. looked, we looked, Damn we straight. were we were absolutely blown away by what their business model was when mm. they when they first announced it. Everyone went, well, how much is it a month thing? Because I'll see what it's like and see what games are mm. on it. And if it's running at four K, then fucking great. Yeah, mm. let's see what see what that's like. It's not a monthly thing. Okay. Well, Cyberpunk, that's that's a big game coming out, everything. You know, it'll be good on Stadia. How much? The same price as it is on consoles. <laughs> Why? Mm-hmm. You're not get. You don't have it, though. Mm-hmm. Only, and I mean, there you, was... Not only that, you could buy it at full whack, and if you didn't pay your monthly charge that Google Stadia were asking for, you'd only see it in 1080p. Like, it's that's, that's mad. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was mad from day one when they announced mm-hmm. this stuff. We looked at that and we said, no... You're starting something completely new here, right? It's completely alien to... All right, we had on live, but that wasn't, like, massive. But you're trying to sell us a new way of playing video games, right? You need to make it interesting for us from a business perspective. You need to make it cheap for us, and you need to make it entice us to move away from the traditional way we play games and onto your service and you absolutely did nothing to convince us to move over unless we didn't have you know one of the major consoles or whatever Mm -hmm. you did nothing there to suggest hey this is a good alternative and here are the advantages the advantages were you don't need a console but the end of the day most of the people that are that into gaming that are willing to pay a monthly charge have probably got a console. Yeah, like the early adopters are going to be the ones that already have the consoles. See, the, yeah. I mean, the best thing they could have done right at the start would have been to buy some publishers, you know, like as Microsoft have. Yep. You know, so then they'd have had guaranteed content starting to come out. But you even know. then, I think you're fighting an uphill battle. If oh, your yeah, initial business model is not good enough, mm-hmm. you could release a 10 out of 10, you know, must-play game on that service it's still not going to convince a load of people to sign up for a monthly charge so they can watch it in 4K mm. and then buy a game on top of that, which is sounds crazy, right? I know, because people are currently paying £450 for a console and then paying for games on top of that, right? So I get it. But the difference is you're getting the console and you're not relying on an internet-based streaming service. Mm. Now, you can say it's just as good all you want, Right, and we've had loads of messages saying it's just as good. There's not a problem with it. No, like that's fine. But sell us that dream in a better way than oh, it'll be about the same. It'll be about the same. <laughs> so except for there's a monthly charge to yeah. make yeah. it look good. Well, you know, for me, it just you know, sorry, go on, sorry, Sean. Oh no, you go ahead. Guess, well, my thing is basically you know cloud gaming works. This has proved it works, mm. but not on its own. I think yeah, I, you know, to, yeah, yeah. to supplement playing on PlayStation, but, you know, you're on the movie, you're playing on your phone, or playing Xbox style gaming, or, you know, remote play, whatever. Like, that stuff is a great addition, but not the sole reason why someone would, you know, use a service like this, yeah, I don't think. it's not like, a total yeah, replacement, I, Absolutely, it? it's like, yeah. and I've used it way more than I thought I ever would on, on Xbox, just downstairs. But, I, I, you know, on its own, no way. It, it's a great something to supplement an mm. existing ecosystem. This didn't have the ecosystem, sure, and they didn't even feel like they really invested in, in building one. As James said, didn't didn't buy publishers and even the developers they started, they kind of quickly stopped. So, yeah, they, they didn't have like the content to back it up and this on its own was never going to go anywhere. See, also, I mean, according to, there was a report from 9to5Google who said that they were offered like a, a sequel to Death Stranding. You know, yeah. that, um, and, and that apparently this was in the early stages of the development 
but then Phil Harrison cancelled it because they said that <laughs> they said they weren't interested in single player games like on on the service. Which is just mad. Like, why would you do that? You know, if it's... Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, I'm, that's I'm, absolutely I'm, ridiculous. We've definitely... This is definitely... I've said this before. You know, it's not nice to, like, personally attack people, but I, I think I do fucking despise Phil Harrison. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, what, what do we want him to do next, given that everything he touches, he fucks up? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's... Uh, what's his, take, take control of Crystal Palace Football Club. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say Ubisoft, it's, but... Um... It's fucking unbelievable. Like, how he keeps be... going from job to job and everything just turns to shit around him and he goes, oh, okay, and then walks off and then walks into... <laughs> Someone gives him a job! <laughs> it's, it honestly infuriates me. It's unbelievable. He'll probably end up at Nintendo next, won't he? Oh, like, well, that'll be, be it. <laughs> that'll finish him off. <laughs> why did they never replace Reggie? They did. Uh, Nintendo. They did. They Bowser. Bowser. Bowser, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, why did they never actually replace him, though? It was the last time you heard from Bowser. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's, yeah, not, not a very fine centre. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. nobody. I think uh, they should uh, just now turn it on so everyone can play Stadia Pro. Um, but instead, they've said you had to be a pro subscribe up to the date the announcement That's was made. Right, yeah. Like, wouldn't it be, not that, you know, this is really going to change anything but why not just say okay it's totally unlocked you can download games we'll, we'll pay hold the on, developers hold on, so shut the f- jet man this is exactly <laughs> what i said about the, going, 3D, well, the 3ds yeah, thing i know i know and you you dug me out about that <laughs> that wound me I up so much a comparison. It, it, i mean I, it, that's what they should have done with the 3ds thing all devs say have our games for free boom lovely why is that? Why has that not happened? Are we still in that period now where it's not shut down? What I, I wouldn't know. 3ds. Yeah, the 3ds. He's still on the 3ds. I think I'm pretty sure it's it's gone now, isn't it? You certainly can't buy. No, I think it's next year. I, mean, I think I think, I think you just can't buy anything now, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So give it away for free. There's yeah. literally no reason to. Yeah. Just give it away for free. I'll go and get a 3ds tomorrow and just download everything <laughs> on it. Brilliant. I mean, you can just, yeah, just, uh, just hack it. Anyway, oh, forget, let's not get into this again. Yeah. Anyway, um, but but I th- I think they should just say you know really showcase what it was doing and uh, yeah again it's not going to change anything. But that's a good. stupid idea. That's, what's the point? Because <laughs> all, all, all it's showcasing point. is look what you could have won, yeah, gamers. This is what you could. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been yeah. a worse idea than my one. Actually, I think I think everyone's <laughs> agrees, don't they? <laughs> no, I think it's a. Uh, it's a great I think that's idea. That's the worst idea than the 3DS one yeah. that I come out with, isn't it, guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah, but you know, Nintendo is like a multi billion dollar. I mean, this is like, oh, I guess it's good. This is just a little, little pet project. <laughs> um, I mean, what, what is really frustrating is that I like there are Stadia exclusive games that I, you know, all right, okay, I've had two years to, to try them. Um, there's like, there's a, there's a Pixel Junk one, right? There's, um, there's Pixel Junk Raiders. Yeah. There's, there's Pac Man Mega Tunnel Battle. Yeah. There's Hello Engineer, that sounds right. Outcasters, and Guilt. Yep. Um, <laughs> the only guilt you all have is fucking using the service. Aren't they? Um, right, right. Point is, I, I I would happily try some of those now. Now that I know they are going to fucking go away forever. Um, and there's, yeah, there's literally no window to do that. I understand. Obviously, it's, it would be yucky to charge money for stuff that has a like definitely has a finite lifespan, but. Considering those okay. things, well, you're going to have lost. a finite last span if you use the word yucky again on this show. I'll tell you something. Hi, hi, guys. I mean, the I only the only other thing from this as well is what's going to happen to the controllers. 
Well, Cause, cause um, I, yeah, because they still work. They just work like normal. Well, no, they don't. Like apparently, PC apparently that's the whole thing. Work right? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, this is Google. the whole thing. So what it is is if you plug it in with a USB cable, fine, it'll work. Yeah, like it'll work absolutely fine. Okay. But you can't connect it over Bluetooth because they're designed to connect to Google data centers. Yeah. But they do have like classic Bluetooth in them as well, and. Everyone's well, hoping that, was, that they'll just push a firmware update. Yeah, getting because the money was, back for it anyway. Stop bloody money. Because when it first came it's a waste out, of plastic, isn't it, and all that. If people can reuse them, that's great. Yeah, going to end up in fucking landfill. Giving a shit about the environment. Because um, yeah, around dashing out fucking switches to everyone. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> everyone has benefited from that, Dave. You prick. <laughs> when it first came out, yeah, because it was like, oh yeah. So at the moment, you have to connect the controller to your phone with a cable, but they're going to mm. enable Bluetooth. And then what? Two, three years down the line, they just never did. And now seemingly yeah, aren't ridiculous. they're going to. <sighs> but Bizarre. There was there was one okay, so there's one stadion um <laughs> who has figured this out and he he created a he, he did a Python hack mm. to create Stadia Wireless. So what you could do is you could connect the phone wirelessly no, your controller wirelessly to your phone, which would then connect to your PC and you could use it like that way. You know, right. it's like basically well, that is the most Nintendo thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? Would they nick that idea from Nintendo? Did they? Yeah, but no. I mean, as I said, this this is not obviously this isn't a surprise. This has happened, but I don't know. I still feel a bit surprised that it has happened this early. But then Mm. also, obviously, nothing. It's been so dead for like the last I don't know six months or so that maybe shouldn't be really. It's there's just been no buzz, Mm. nothing at all. Every month I used to get those those newsletters around that were like, "Here's your monthly Stadia games," and it's like you know, yeah some game that came out in 2012 or something like that <laughs> and it's just like ah, okay fine the um like, yeah. like dave you mentioned cyberpunk like to be fair like when cyberpunk came out stadia was yep. probably the best place to play yeah, it yeah people were saying that yeah like unless you had like a two grand pc but again they did why did they not capitalize on that i know like they did some funny tweets and stuff but again why was it why was the game full price why didn't they just be like fuck it let's like sell it like you know, Google take the yeah, hit. But it was only, Let's fucking sell that it. That game was only full price for like a week. <laughs> though, true, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? They, they, like, they should have just gone. Oh, by the way, it's fuck. It's cheap as fuck on Stadia, and it's the best version going. And they just, I don't know. They just didn't grasp any of the opportunities, did they? Yeah, I wonder if there was <laughs> a really spike. Didn't. So one point, one Christmas, I think it was when mm. um, it felt like loads of people on Twitter. Like I, I got a game in it or something because it was like there's a twenty pound voucher going around or. Mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I gave it a go. I'm, I mean, maybe last time you gave it a go, Sean, but maybe. I don't think you're alone. Yeah. God knows how many people actually had, like, using the service. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I wonder where this puts things, not that they're directly related, but things like Amazon Luna. Anyone heard anything well, about that? yeah, because that's yeah, it went quiet, didn't quiet, it? Isn't it? Because that, that's, like, officially launched in the UK as well, I think. But then- How was it? Has it? Nobody's aware that it has. <laughs> <laughs> I, all I'll say is that the, yeah, the only one that I've used of any of these, I've used um, PlayStation Now a little bit, um, but I'm you know mainly use the Xbox one because it feels like it's part of Game Pass, mm-hmm. so it's like you own it anyway. So you, you know, the, and the, a few times where I have been away, I've just packed my Xbox controller with me, connected it to my phone, and played a few games on that. You know, mm. um, yeah, yeah, something to supplement your existing library. Yeah, and yeah. Absolutely, what what a great addition. Well, which is what GeForce Now should really be pushing for, right? But that's not got a name for itself yet, not like properly. Um, no, but obviously they they got those licensing issues. That's why that can't do the thing it did on day okay. one. That everyone was like, "Wow, this is incredible! What a service!" Oh no, wait, you haven't actually checked the 
the small it feels, there. feels like we're sorry, Sean. What for? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No. Um, it feels like we're kind of going around in circles yeah. now. We've sort of talked this one Kicking to death. Kicking the so. shit out of <laughs> what's left of yeah. Stadia. Yeah, I mean, um, not just not only is it the end of Stadia, it's the end of Stadia update. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I it is. And do you know what that. kills me is that Matt nearly got that Stadius tattoo yeah. at that EGX. And imagine <laughs> yeah. if he did. I mean, that would yeah, that would only be <laughs> so funnier close. now. The, the, one so of my biggest close. regrets is we didn't get those T-shirts that was like asking yeah. me about Stadia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know? Do you, yeah, we nearly the, just before Stadia come out, we were at an EGX and we nearly bought Matt and asked me about Stadia T-shirt. Right? <laughs> also, when I say Matt nearly got a tattoo, we walked past a tattoo place in the EGX and I went get a Stadia one, and Matt said no. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah, close. Nearly, 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 nearly got. If I had that idea sooner, I would have absolutely worn a T-shirt. But uh, shame. Yep. Shame. Shame. Okay. Uh, next story is also potentially a sad one, which is that um, this is a uh, key Disco Elysium devs have reportedly involuntarily um, exited the sequel, and this all comes from a post to Medium that was titled um, "The Dissolution, uh, Dissolution of the." Now, ha- Sean, how do I pronounce this? It's just, this... just Zoom. Zoom. Okay, so it's the Zoom uh, Cultural Association. Um, so Martin, is it uh, Luiga? Is that right? Uh, I guess so. Yeah, he served as an editor on Disco Elysium, and he claims that the writer and designer uh, Robert Kurvitz and also Helen uh, Hiddenpeer uh, and the lead art editor misspelled on the article. Okay, so (laughs) Hiddenpeer. Ah, it's difficult. And leader and design developer Alexander Rostov have all left the company. Uh, They've all gone basically. Well, they they all left last year, didn't they? That's the the shocking part. Late last year, apparently they were, and yeah, and it was it was against their will. Um. But in what way? Because there's not any further details, though, is there about that? Is it? Does that? I mean, I assume that just means they've been they were fired or whatever. But they've they've, they've been yeah. ousted. Yeah, because didn't they? I, th- I believe uh, Martin gave like some extra context, like on Twitter. But like that's all we've got to go yeah, off. Yeah, basically, because someone said uh, they're worried about you know what their classes, the money men making the decisions. Yeah. Well, and then I he mean, said, "Well, this is it, right?" Because uh, I don't want to judge anyone or anything but by the very nature of the type the tone and style Mm. and the things that game had to say Mm -hmm. you can't imagine that a working relationship is gonna (laughs) you know even between friends within the team i bet there were some fucking political arguments Mm. within that um that development process like it it casts a new light on the fact that like last year obviously when the um i forgot what they called it the the new the console edition with the voice acting and everything which is really good Mm. Oh yes, um, yeah, and, and yeah. yeah. To be clear, the, the, is it Final the, Cut? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, let's say let's say yes. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, and yeah, this isn't me being like, ah, actually, Disco Elysium was shit. But remember when that new merch came out? There was this fucking wave of new merch. There was the three hundred and fifty quid jackets. There was the mm-hmm. the yeah. vinyl soundtrack was like seventy quid or something. Um, and there was that old big special edition which had a still fucking statue in it, and I, was, I hate that stuff at the best of times. But it was just like this all feels a bit gross. Like like Dave says, given the themes of the game, like you mm. know, like I was tweeting, I said, you know, the fact that like this is a game where like it makes a point of going, oh, you found some trousers that don't have cum stains in them, nice one, right? That's that's the sort of game this is. So to then be like, oh yeah, do you want a designer jacket? And do you want do you want all this physical tat? I, I don't know. It didn't feel right. 
Um, and I yeah, it didn't match the game, match match what the game was saying. Yeah, and now in hindsight, it's like right, are these? I mean, and you know, this is pure speculation. It could be this was all Robert Kurvitz's idea, and he fucking loved it. I don't know. Uh, the Amazon TV show as well that you know that they're, they're supposedly making that that also you know was announced. Yeah, and it's like w- were these all decisions being made by people? Like are, the, are these decisions being made by the people what, that were clashing with? Yeah, yeah. Um, clashing with the creators. Maybe I don't know, but it does sort of fit together right it does yeah um it would be interesting to see if anything comes out of this uh mm. from the people well, involved and, and, like, and to be clear it's a tough know, thing it, to... it's very easy to be like like oh well fucking disco legion 2 is gonna be shit then it's like well hang on a minute like obviously like it's very shit that like you know robert kervitz in particular like this, this is a world he's he created like and he's been doing stuff in since he was a teenager he made you know like a pen and paper role-playing game out of it he made a he wrote a book about it before you know disco Elysium became a thing so for him to no longer have any creative say in that world and to no longer own that that is really shit however mm. these three people didn't make the game themselves they haven't got a monopoly on you know creativity there'll still be loads of people still at you know zone who are who really want to make a really good sequel to disco elysium hell yeah so yeah. you know like a, you know what people on the internet are like there's a lot of people just being like oh well fuck that fuck them fuck that fuck the next game etc it's like well hang on like okay that it's it's incredibly likely that something might be missing or it might feel like something's missing but you don't need to shit on the people who are, who are still there and still want to make a really good sequel. Oh, God. Well, we don't whatever, know why. Whatever, what fucking hell? Do I play this again? I need a bit of time, don't I? <laughs> I need to play again. I'd say... I'm just talking about it. I'm kind of like, I need to do this again, mm-hmm. don't I? It's like the, yeah, I really want to see what's like of all the voice the acting. The voice acting what was, was so amazing good, anyway. Man. What was the Switch version like? Did it end up... Was it awful? Oh, like, I don't know. It? I can't remember. I mean, because even the... the, cons- the like, I remember the PS... Four slash five version had issues when it came out, but yeah, yeah. Definitely. did. Yeah, yeah. Do we do a series where we play it all together? We do a run all together. Oh, that'd be so good. After, after, if we do that after Christmas. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's too much stuff to play. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about as a replacement to our streams, James. Mm. Oh, okay. Do we do a, a run of it where we all sit and argue about each decision together? We could do that. That'd be quite cool. That'd be really good. I'd really like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's an idea. The problem is that's a long old stream series, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And Probably. There's gonna yes. be some people that aren't into it. Yeah. So is this an addition? God, can you imagine Fuck. the arguments that come out of that as well though? <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> all I could all I'm gonna so say good. is this calls Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Okay, considering uh, it. Next story is there's been an update on E3 2023 and oh. what's going to happen with it. Um, so the physical event is going to take place on June 13th and to June 16th at the Los Angeles Convention Center. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to us, but you know that's what's <laughs> happening. Um, it's going to be a business and a consumer show this time. And the first two days are just for business. And then the third day is going to be like a business slash consumer day. And the fourth day is just for consumers. And then what they're going to do is they're going to dedicate half of the convention center to business, and then the other half will be uh, for like the spectacular stuff, or like the booths and all that kind of stuff. Right, that's kind of the idea. And then there's also going to be like a dedicated meeting space for people where you can like set meetings on the on the app and stuff. But then the thing which I think is really interesting about this is that they're talking about partnering as well with 
other things that are going on around E3 as well mm-hmm. that are not even like officially part of it or whatever to try and create this kind of like E3 week. You know, it's like you right, know we're yeah. we, you know we're all sort of associated with each other. Okay, we're not you know we're not you're not officially part of E3, but you're part of the whole buzz of it mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you're not you're not part of the ESA's arrangement of E3, yeah. but you're still clearly in E3 week. Yeah, and so then that that's what the the whole point of it will be, and also there'll be like press briefings and all sorts of stuff and yeah that that seems to be what what where they're going with this mm. i mean fair do a lot of people seem very positive about this yeah yeah because you know like i was saying you know when it was first announced that repop were going to be doing it it was like well does that mean this is just going to become you know pax la um whereas you know it now sounds like you know, they, they've got an idea of how to run it differently and um yeah, yeah this this sounds interesting. yeah let's get e3 back baby yeah yeah, baby, hundred million dollars, baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's get E three back. We should do, oh, get E three back. What about? It'd be nice, that? wouldn't it? It would be nice. Get get the bloody stage out. <laughs> Wheel, Wheel it out, them out. Dust it off. Wheel them out. Say no, 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 Nintendo. You can't do one of your directs. No, you yeah. are doing a nothing. Stage, no pre-records. Baby. We're not allowing pre-records. <laughs> <laughs> <at this thing>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No pre-records. Everything's got to be live. You get one rehearsal. <laughs> one. And each of you have to use Jesse Wellens, the YouTube content creator. He's got to be on every single one of these. With music yes, by rubber drums. Like, you've got to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the, the people I follow that are properly in the industry, mm-hmm. uh, they've all seemed really positive about this. The fact there's you know specific kind of areas for just the kind of the press and and oh. reporters well we don't want to mix with the unwashed <laughs> shut up you're in e3 just go and have a good time <laughs> fucking oh but we're with the press no one reads your stuff anyway anymore mate <laughs> we're all on twitch now thank you very much I, mean, I, I suppose the other question is like does this upstage because <laughs> you know obviously keely's summer business um, well, what's he called it? <laughs> call it. it does. I hope this kills Summer Games Fest. Well, this is it because hope, obviously, you know, last year. I, I hope he renames it to Jeff Keighley's Summer Business. <laughs> is that the Jeff? That might be the episode title, might it? Um, that is arrogant of me to say. Yes. But there it is. Um, yes, that is. It absolutely So last is. year, obviously, well, there was a, a physical element to that, and that was supposed to be for press to turn up and have access to. Uh, to developers and stuff, which had a mixed response. Some people seemed to love it. Others were furious at either not being able to get in or they could get in and then they couldn't actually speak to anyone. And it was, you know, teething problems, I guess, first year of doing it. Um, but yeah, like with this being back I mean, and, you know, with E3 being back and having dedicated industry days, it's everyone just going like, well, fuck off, Keely. We're going to the main I'd thing. Be, I'd, I'd be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, next story is that Saudi Arabia has set aside $13 billion to acquire a major publisher. And this is all going to be done through the Savvy Games Group, which is 100% owned by the Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund, which is run by the Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who's the chairman. And uh, yeah, and so uh, do you want want the quote? The quote is that... Bill's not going to get much, is it? uh, It says, Savvy Game... Well, it it could buy EA, I think. For that, can, can they not? Really? Or is it Ubisoft? No, you could buy Ubisoft for that easily. I mean, you could buy several Ubisofts for that. I could buy Ubisoft, but, um, mate. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Savvy Games Group is one... No, you couldn't, Sean. Why are you trying to act the big <laughs> man on the podcast? <laughs> so thought... Why are you trying to act the I big man, Sean? it sounded Sean? funny sometimes. Uh, yeah, but I you, can't, you couldn't afford it, no, mate. Sometimes I try and do jokes. 
Right. I don't well, know. <laughs> oh, that was a joke, was it? You weren't trying. Now you're backtracking, not, not trying to be the big man. No, I've just, you I've just bought a Steam Deck, so I'm out of market, the market, on the podcast. I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. You've embarrassed yourself there, quite frankly. Sean, if you can, then I want you to put an official official Bid. kind of you know contract yeah. in yeah. try and buy this week mm-hmm. yeah okay, I'll have a really back yeah. this joke oh, up you know, <laughs> the prove it yeah otherwise we, we, otherwise we won't be laughing Sean <laughs> right talk to your lawyer tonight I haven't got one how long does it take to get a lawyer <laughs> what at what stage in your life do you have a lawyer like what, when does that become when a about thing to when die? you're in trouble with the law I think when you're <laughs> writing your will no, yeah. it's like I hear normal people go I'll have to talk to my lawyer about that what? You normal got, people what? say that. Yeah. I don't know well, if they around, do. Like, well, actually, they're not. Well, this really. is you the thing, right? Dave's <laughs> like, oh, I support Millwall, but actually all his mates are like, yeah. and, you know. My lawyer. Yeah. Just because I showed you up. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> go on. Go on, James. I don't want to read the quote because it's rubbish. Um, but basically. But you asked if you wanted to hear it. I know. Well, I've decided I'm not going to do it. I'd love um, to hear the quote, James. No. So what's happened here, they're also going to continue making minority investments as well, and they've already done that in Embracer Group and Nintendo and Capcom and all that kind of thing. But also they're going to put loads more money into esports, so that's great. Right. But, I mean, obviously there's the concern with this because of Saudi Arabia's human rights record and, yeah. you know, I mean... It's fucking gross. Um, allegedly murdering journalists and stuff like that, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Really horrible. Um, I mean, you know, not not that I'm saying that all games money is currently clean until Saudi Arabia gets involved, but it's yeah, it's not it's not it's not good. Well, also, the fact that any country trying to own a game studio is sounds a bit weird to mm. me. Yeah, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, I know it happens. Like, I'm not an idiot to think that that's not the case with certain places now. There's definitely some, mm-hmm. but but it is still a bit like because oh, I mean, China own game studios right james uh yes right? well tencent, tencent yeah. is is yeah, yeah um, huge yeah and there's a lot of problems with that Ten- tencent are a yeah a, i would say a highly problematic company <laughs> but um, yeah in terms of so uh, yeah, they've earmarked 13.3 billion dollars so who who are they going to buy like this is based on one 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 partner so well i was going to say ubisoft but apparently sean's buying them yeah, yeah, so, they're, already, they're already um, taken mate sorry well it can only be what <laughs> I got this. Yeah. It can only be them. Ubisoft, EA. I mean, they can't afford um, Play On, like Embracer Group or Play On, as mm-hmm. I think they're called now. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I think it's Cock Media yes, that got rebranded to Play On. Sick of people calling them Cock Media. Yeah. So maybe they'll buy Play On. I don't think they can afford Embracer Group. Um, oh, I don't know. Obviously, not Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo. Maybe yeah. EA? I don't know. Do you know they can't afford um, the computer game show? Yeah, well, Damn they fucking brother. could, actually, because there's Unless another one. Two <laughs> absolutely could. If they come up to us and say, we want to buy the computer game show for 13 billion, all my morals go <laughs> out the window, mate. Give me that money. I want to retire. Yeah. Or at least pay the energy bills. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? I would say no. Go on. Would we have to still host the show, or could we just take the name? Just take what? the name, innit? Who would host it instead? I mean, we could start Did another you, podcast with a better name. Exactly. What would happen if they just like they, they fired like two of us? <laughs> and, no, it's not going to happen. Oh, it, just, let's forget. It. Let's move on. It's like when they're <laughs> really like going to have a conversation. Actually, this does sound like something you fantasized about, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> selling the show every day. No, no, every day show, I think about two people get the show. fired, then the real show can begin. 
Yeah. Every day. Yeah, fine. If you want to buy me out, fire me and preferably James, because then we can go off and do it's our like own when, thing. It's like when uh, uh, Lonely Island went to SNL and they were like, right, one Andy Samberg in front of the camera, the other two, you can write stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you go and hide back yeah. there. You can direct the SNL digital yeah, shorts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can write them. <laughs> I mean, honest, honestly, yeah, yeah, we're 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 looking to sell at the moment. If anyone's interested, mm. Channel Four, <laughs> MTV, these are all companies that I reckon should we should be attracting at the moment. Yeah. Go okay, on. Okay, next story is that okay? So this, the okay, remember the GTA Six leak? There's mm. been a suspect has been arrested. Uh, for yeah, this. we know we last week. He, he, he didn't listen to last week's episode. He didn't listen he to, didn't fucking listen to it. He wait didn't listen. When did this? No, no, wait, 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 no, no, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Let's, no, no, let's have a look at this, right? No, because this we story, don't need to. We yeah, know we made the story this, last week. I know you may have done, but there's more detail now than yeah, there was you when just, you talked about it last week. But you just presented last week's news as if it was the headline. James, yeah. James. <laughs> James, yeah. now's oh. the time to be completely honest. No, no, I, I'm oh, no. 100% honest. I did listen to the show last week. 100%. <laughs> All of it? Yes. I 100% listened to it. Honestly. <laughs> I still don't believe it. Name, name something I said, James. <laughs> I can't remember anything you said, Matt. I never <laughs> <laughs> Not on the time. He's back, back on the <laughs> attack that? now. Look at that. He switched. <laughs> God, look how happy he is with that. Go on, James. <laughs> so anyway, um, so a 17-year-old has pleaded not guilty uh, to this. Mm. And according to Eurogamer, who were in conversation with Detective Inspector Michael O'Sullivan from the City of London Cybercrime Unit, he said the 17-year-old who appeared at Highbury Corner Youth Court on 24th of September has pleaded guilty to breaching his bail conditions and not guilty to computer misuse. The cheap teenager has been remanded to a youth detention centre. There you go. So I guess we'll find out what happens later. There's not <laughs> so really much of an update, James is it? James' connection go fucked for everyone else then. Yeah. Yeah, so did, yeah, it was James perfect because he fucked. just went and then he just came back with, and I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we got the gist, right? Um, yeah. Is it, what, I, what amuses me about this is, okay, so he's pleaded not guilty to doing the hack, but he's pleaded guilty to breaching bail conditions. That, so... I'm pretty sure what's happened is they've gone straight back on a computer and gone, lol, I just got arrested, right? That's almost certainly what they've done. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, there's not much to go on still on this, is there? Really? No, no. There's not. We have to not just wait to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Update. Yeah, James but, in here. I mean, yeah, interesting that there's a not guilty plea, though. Yeah. Because, you know, as with all these things, there's always like deals to be done mm. if you if you're willing to admit it yeah. so yeah it's yeah, yeah. uh, be an interesting yeah. one over the next few years i reckon this is going to run mm-hmm. okay next story is how do you fancy a remaster of horizon zero dawn that came out in 2017 this is hell <laughs> this is actually ridiculous yeah. this is I, I, the look, worst one I, yet sony do some really good stuff this stuff is mad right you know mm. it's it's up there with the Nintendo stuff. Where, but I'd say, is it as bad as Nintendo? I think it's worse. It's five, year, it. five years old game. I think, it's, I, think it's wor- complaining I think it's worse than Nintendo. Web- yeah, I think it is. In what, but in what way? Because it's what, putting resources into this when they, you know, like, why not put it into new stuff or whatever? It's just, it just feels weird. Like, and it's not like, that it's a lot cheaper to make. Like, if, if the game looked like shit now and they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it look less bad, like, that... The original still looks great. Obviously, I'm sure the the remaster will look better, but it's not mm. like it's not a game yeah, the crying dif- the, out. The difference for a, is a lick of paint, is it? It's 
the, the difference is, well, I suppose, right, is it worse than Nintendo? Because Nintendo say, here's the new console. You can't play the old games, but we'll re-release them. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Sony, you can yeah, still you can play, play the yeah, PS4 play the version if you on to. the PS5. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. But, but you know this is coming out for 70 quid as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, and this is 100%. Yeah. five years old. People complained only, well, in last in September about the fact they re-released The Last of Us, which was a 13-year-old game. Um, or is a 13-year-old game. This is five years old. I mean, I've seen well, And it's the also important gag. to remember that this has not been announced yet, even though no. it was someone in the know said, no, this is true. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've seen um, the obvious joke where people are like, oh, when's the Ghost of Tsushima one coming? <laughs> you know, is that, is, is that the one that's next? Well, because so this, this is not an original observation, but obviously the real, everyone's been saying the real crime here is like, why are we still waiting for a fucking Bloodborne remaster? And yet we're getting a Horizon well, it's different Zero. Different well, right? But it's, it's a Sony property. They could do it if they wanted. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I think I think we I think we'll get a Dark Souls one proper remaster. I know there's been that mm. remaster. Like I think we're gonna get a proper. You know how Demon Souls got was it. completely yeah, yeah, yeah. redone. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna like, Dark Souls is next. Yeah. I think. Oh, uh, for sure. Before Bloodborne, but they'll get to Bloodborne. That that'll get redone for sure. Pro- the, mm-hmm. the, yeah, I mean, everything. It's like movies. Everything will get redone. Um, I saw <laughs> one person say Nintendo should remaster Breath of the Wild and release it in the same week. <laughs> Just to, just to get <laughs> one over these good, again. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed my time uh, with a little bit of this and then I kind of stopped because I was like, I, I can't play this kind of games. I enjoyed the sequel more, but just like five years. Come on. Mm. Come on. Not I mean, necessary. all this is going to have, as I say, there's going to be like, they'll improve. Obviously, it will look nicer. There'll be some like... Uh, you know, accessibility features and performance updates, that kind of stuff. But there's also claims that they're they're currently working on, like Gorilla are working on like a Horizon multiplayer game for PS5 and PC as well. And I mean, VGC, like, speculate this is because this is part of Sony's bigger push for live service games and that that's, Horizon's going to be one of those games, you know, that um, that they're going to do. Can I be the dinosaurs? Devil's Advocate, right? Playing Devil's Advocate. Mm -hmm. If you've not played that first game, you get to play it and it looks a lot nicer. If you played that first game, you just don't buy the new one. Yeah, but then, like James is saying, it's the fact that resources are being put into this instead of just doing yeah, something but, new and cool. Like, a, but if you think remastering a game is the same resource as bringing out something new, no, I, obviously I it's think not. Could... It's just that that is still resource that could have gone into something else. Yeah, um, I'd be interested to see how well this sold. I, uh, mm, yeah. I mean, this could just be keeping keeping a lot of team members busy while they're in early pre-prod That's stage true. of another title. Yeah. But they're like, look, we've spent ages working on uh, Forbidden West mm-hmm. a game, and actually, um, I forget the guy, you know, the, the actor who uh, was in The Wire and is the voice of the dude in Destiny. Lance Reddick. Oh, yeah, Lance yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he tweeted the other day saying, basically, Doing some cool new stuff in the studio, hashtag Forbidden West, then deleted it. So <laughs> people are suggesting, oh, is there going to be a DLC for this? But whatever. You know, they've obviously had a massive team working on that. This is like a good way to get keep people working. Mm. And they're like, yeah, you work on this. And while the other, other title or something else we're working on is in pre-prod. You know, just, th- these are the reasons why these people these things often are work this way, just to keep people kind of busy. Mm. But yeah, I, I, so, uh, I'd James, love to know I'm, what I'm the not... conversations are after a tweet like that. The fuck are you doing, Lance? Yeah, oh, you I just want a tweet, tweet about it, but but don't like we've not announced <laughs> it. You fucking, idiot. you must know, you must know that we've not announced this project. Isn't this? So why I are mean, you I, tweeting about it's it? It's less defensible with someone like Lance Reddick, who's clearly been in games now for a while. But I, I'm my understanding is that like 
other industries aren't anywhere near as precious about this stuff. And that's why some actors will just be like, oh, yeah, I did this voice for this new fucking Metal Gear Solid game or whatever. <laughs> and we all go fucking mental. Whereas in, in the film world, that's just like, okay. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. So, James, this multiplayer, so that wouldn't be part of this. That would, that's a set, would that be a separate standalone title? Yeah, it seems to be a separate standalone. But the other thing that they talked about was the fact that there was going to be co-op as well for Forbidden West. That was something that was like something they were going to build into it, but then didn't. Mm. And the speculation with that is, is that may come to a third game. You know, that that will be, right. I mean, that would work. That could be quite good, actually. Mm. Like, yeah, I think that would work really well. Getting yeah. through that, yeah, through that world in like in co-op would be, would be pretty cool. Okay. So, it, it, Sean, would you play like a, yeah, basically a Monster Hunter, you know, well, Forbidden well, West? No, or because Monster Hunter already Horizon exists. <laughs> it's already co-op. So, yeah, I'm all right, I think. Okay. Um, oh, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. You, you, yeah. I'll, I'll play it with you, Matt, because it is fun. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't go. suggesting I play it. I just he doesn't, he doesn't want your pity, James. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> he changed his tune when he heard that it was only James that wanted to play. Yeah, not true, not true. Um, okay, last story is that um, you know the PlayStation Stars thing mm. um, that they were launching. That that's happened in Japan now, right? And so what happened? So you you what? Okay, so by buying stuff. Playing games and earning trophies and stuff, you can go from like level one to level four, like on it. But then in Japan, they've discovered that once you get to the fourth level, once you've like unlocked this, you get this other perk, which is that if you contact PlayStation customer support, you get priority in the chat order. Like they bump you up so that you get <laughs> answered amazing. more quickly. That's weird. I'm a yeah. level four person. Get me up with that customer support. Basically, now. yeah. What a, and it's, what a shit perk. Yeah, and then yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it's not clear if this is going to come to other territories as well, but it is weird. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's just like if you got <laughs> problems, if you got problems, you could go to the front of the queue, and it's just <laughs> like, well, even worse, you know, if you got problems with your PS5, oh, sorry, you haven't. You haven't got enough points for yeah. me to You're give not a shit. Honor the warranty. You yeah. signed up for your membership. Buy, buy some more seventy pound games, please. Then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow. Okay, Sony, you are weird at the moment. Mm-hmm. You're doing some yeah. wild stuff. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there was no, the whole thing with the the Halo engine change potentially, but that's yeah, that, that nothing's confirmed with that yet. Oh, is it not confirmed? No. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, keep. Your nose on the news, James. Can that be his new catchphrase? Keep your nose on the news. You, 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 you have to do a little sniff after prick. it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, um, just... To do what you've been playing. Mm, that's the next bit, isn't it? Now, huge release for the podcast this week. I know that um, most of our listeners are going to be itching to hear us talk about this one at length. Fifty Twenty Three came out. <laughs> the football simulation. Don't you? No, I was Sean. just going to say. Like, I hope no how much destiny have we to no, fucking listen to? No, it was just a natural. I've done a few. I'm just a bit tired. That was just an unfortunate <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> Go on. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to be like staring at the camera now. Came out. <laughs> here's here's the thing about FIFA 23. We're going to talk about it briefly. Obviously, there's not much to say. Um, the switch one, the switch one is uh, the same as the previous five years or whatever. That. Again, yeah, yeah oh, the legacy edition. Where, 
Um, uh, so, so just be aware of that. Um, but, but also be aware of the fact that Matt and I are going to talk about this game now, having only played a very specific portion of <laughs> this game. Mode. We've well, I've played a little well, bit of seasons. I've played some co-op seasons. Um, I haven't touched Ultimate Team because I never like that, um, and I've not touched um, the other the career mode, career which mode, a yeah. lot of people play. I mean, James, that's, that's your main uh, thing. It is. Yeah, yeah. We're we're mainly going to be talking about pro clubs, and if you don't know about FIFA, pro clubs is uh, is where you control one character. You can play essentially. I think it's 10 aside. It might even be 11, actually. Um, you can literally play a 22-man game of, of FIFA uh, where you control one player, and that's what we play. And even that, they fucked. Like, in such a way... <laughs> everything they Everything uh. they fixed, right? Let's go through our thoughts straight away, Matt, because yeah. what was the first thing you noticed? Because I know what it is, and well, it's insane. The first thing I so you create a player, and then um, and you know physically, you know how they look, as well as the attributes later. But you know how tall are they, what do they, what's their clothing look like, and what's you know what's their hair look like, and <laughs> you can't make a no bald person. What? You can't make a bald player. What? Now, Can't make a bald player anymore. Obviously, bald players have been in FIFA since FIFA '94. <laughs> You know, you'd be able to create a bald player in these kinds of modes for many, there many years. There are bald players in the game, <laughs> yes, because there uh, are bald also players. lots of footballers famously bald. Yeah. Yes, but, but your pro club player cannot be bald anymore. In fact, actually, the majority of the hairstyles have just been flat out removed. What? Why? Why? why do, yeah. What? Hold on. Well, why, why do you think, James? Why do you think? They're not. I've no they're idea. not selling I them. Know, James, who who made this game? Okay, not for next year, surely. No. No. Have a think. You will go when you get it. You'll kick yourself. Why would they have removed a bunch of hairstyles from FIFA? Why would they remove a bunch of stuff? Well, yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think so, of is, is to sell it for next year. No, to oh. sell it back to you this year. Yeah. <laughs> <There's> microtransactions. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, there's, there's a store. There is a store. Right. Oh, to be fair, joking. to be fair, that stuff. Everything in the shop you can buy with in-game currency that you earn, right? Because right? initially I thought, oh my god, they're actually going to sell you this stuff. So hang on, hang but- on. I've got to pay money to be bald. <laughs> no, 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 James, because you still, even at this point, cannot buy bald. You can't <laughs> buy bald yet. <laughs> Not ca- even an option. Yeah, buy like, I, you, just, you, can't, you just can't be bald in the game. Like, what the hell has <laughs> happened there? They've removed it. You can't even access it. Here's here's the thing, right? Here's here's the thing with FIFA this year, and we're not going to go into the look. It plays football. I mean, it's still fucking I would love a joke to, but yeah, to we, play. We, we, we it's can't. still a joke to play. No one wants to hear me talk about football at length. But but if we just focus on the weird shit that they've done this year, the most insane thing is how they've gone. Right, let's combine pro clubs and. Volta. <laughs> now, for for those of you that don't know what Volta is, Volta is a street football game mode that they introduced probably about four years ago. Yeah, now. it's five aside. It's horrible. Mini it's, a, it's a horrible indoor game mode where everything tries to be street, mm. and you're wearing baggy clothes, and there's. <laughs> Music blasting over the speakers while you're playing five-a-side football. <laughs> Everyone that's played it says it's mm-hmm. rubbish, and I think they're trying to force people to play it. And I think this is, again, 
you got um <clears throat> so they're looking to do microtransaction stuff they're looking to do you know there's a battle pass mm-hmm. right at the moment there's not a premium battle pass but there is a battle pass mm. the problem is you can't really do that for like a football player in itself because they're wearing the kit right so you can give them a silly hairstyle or a mask or like Tattoos. a, a hat. yeah but you're not going to have them walking around with a hat and like a chain and everything in pro <laughs> clubs right yeah or so, jeans so Obviously, you can do that in Volta. So they're trying to merge the two game mm. modes. And you load up pro clubs now, and it's going, do you want to play Volta, though? Do Volta? Just go, just go and play Volta if you want. This is Volta. <laughs> Even on oh, the menu, you know, right? This makes me much more apprehensive about what next year's going to bring as well. <laughs> well, this is it. The, the, well, we'll get yeah. to next year's in a bit. But um, but even but on the menu, yeah. like, it's not just not its own option. It's basically like it's... You know, Volta X Pro Clubs. Like we're having to share, share like a menu oh, area, right. and then yeah. everything you do in like Pro Clubs is like, hey, you've earned something on the whatever they call the battle pass in Volta. Go to Volta to get your bonuses, <laughs> and then yeah, it's like a it had tattoos you can put on your main character in Pro Clubs, but like yeah, you've yeah, I bought a hairstyle in Volta and I can't wear it as a Pro Club player. Like it <laughs> doesn't carry across. But here's here's the here's the crazy thing, yeah. Sean, and you'll mm. love this, right? So. In a way to convince pro club players to play Volta, mm. you can get XP by playing Volta and you can spend it on your player in pro right. clubs, right? So you get XP and the XP carries across over to pro clubs. The thing is, if you were into Volta, all you're doing mm. now is loading up a game of Volta and the opposite person just quits the game <laughs> because all they're doing is just launching and quitting, launching and quitting, so they just get XP to use in their pro club thing. So even if you really love Volta, <laughs> your game is being ruined by yeah. these... Instead of people flooding over to Volta so there's more people uh-huh. playing it, people just quitting. You you can't play a game yeah, yeah, yeah. now. You launch yeah. into no, no, the game, no, That's not true. On the weekend, I was like, I'm going to do some of the stuff where I just play Volta, it quits, I get XP, and that helps my pro clubs player. People are actually finishing games. I was like, well, this is not what I was... I was, okay, I was right. <laughs> you were there. You were there when I was playing it the other oh, yeah, day yeah. and I mean, five games in a row, people just quit. Yeah. Hang on, isn't there no... Is there no penalty for quitting then? No, nah, not really. No, well, nah. well I see, if there is a penalty... Well, if there is a penalty, you, you, you don't see it, but regardless, you get XP for just taking part in the game and quit. quitting out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other f- hilarious thing, right? So I created... I decided... I've always been... Um, made the character look like myself, right? The the, the character in um, my pro clubs characters always tried to look like me. It's called Turners, all that sort of stuff. This year, I made the decision that I was going to create a character called Short Back and Buff, <laughs> which is a guy that has hair around the mm. sides and nothing on top. Because when he goes to the barber, he asks for a short back and a buff mm. on top. And and he was going to be tiny and he's going to be look old. <laughs> I wanted him to look old because you never see that. So anyway, the Short Back and Buff haircut isn't available but they did have one with a massive bald patch right so that was enough for me so I chose the bald patch and I chose a little moustache right and he's really tiny and he looks really old right in pro clubs looks fine Mm. he just looks like a a funny like old character right (laughs) old timey footballer Mm. In Volta, where they try and dress you in street, trendy street clothes I'll be honest with you Sean he looks like a nonce and there's no other way of describing my character, <laughs> he looks like he's trying to hang out with kids. He it's looks like the, the Steve Buscemi meme, yeah, like the like yeah. a nonce. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 absolutely shocking. What I'm going to do now, and this is not for the benefit of, of the people at home, I'm, I, I apologise for it. I would like to see this. Here is that. here's here's a couple of uh, gifs of my character <laughs> dressed in his street. <laughs> 
<laughs> playing, playing, playing <laughs> There's him doing some kickups there. Oh and, my goodness! Uh, I don't know if you can see it there, I was but say, do you want me he's, uh, no, it's not. Oh it's not, man, it's not going to do it, but. <laughs> Yeah, if you could put it on screen, even better. But, but <laughs> that's incredible. Do the keepy uppy one. Yeah, I'm just watching it. <laughs> it's the moustache, you know. It's it's nonsense, isn't it? And <laughs> um, what, what can you do about that? I mean, my God. when you look at all these characters that look really cool and they're wearing all these like hoodies and and, and look wicked, and then you see my character running. Around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, look. We've played, what, 30-odd games of pro clubs, something like that, and we've won, like, nine games. Mm. It's it's horrendous. The game is horrendous. It's, I, I mean, I don't laugh as much uh, playing any other game. Like, when me and my mates no. get together and we're absolutely slaughtering each other, it's funny, and I really enjoy it. But um, you forget how much hell that is. You know, I, I mention this every time every time I get the chance to, because I think it's the greatest thing anyone's ever said about a game ever. But when Chet Roivas from Chet and John's described FIFA as a puzzle game for cunts, he's absolutely <laughs> spot on because you, you, you play that game and the, the, the thing is, right, what have they ruined this year? And what have they ruined, Matt? I mean, lack of hairstyles. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I mean, in terms I mean, of the game itself, uh, the they've just completely ball. destroyed the fruit ball. Fruit you ball's can't gone. do a fruit ball anymore. So you go, oh, great, you can't do a fruit ball. And then all of a sudden you're seeing someone scoring the same goal, whipped crosses, whipped crosses. And you go, okay, that's the answer this year. That's on, what we're going for. Fruit ball doesn't work. Well, well, it's just, work. It does it's so incredibly weak. Ball. You press it, you're like, what's what's the point of even pressing it? Yeah. You that's might ridiculous. Just... Like, that's, like, that's one of my favourite favorite moves yeah, exactly it just doesn't <laughs> that's why they did it I think yeah. it's, James I can't wait for you to play it because there's so much of this game where you're just like I don't even get what they're trying to do here um, you know defending's way harder I, I don't know I, I, look it's going to be a long time before we get a big revolution in the, in, in, uh, in the football you know it's like we were talking about so this is the last FIFA technically mm-hmm. right next year's EA football game is going to be called EA Football Club They've not gone well. And FIFA come out with the weirdest statement I've ever seen from a proper like organization <laughs> where they said, Well, we're gonna bring out our own game out and it'll be the best football game because, you know, <laughs> it's the FIFA game. So and you're just going, I don't think you realise quite how hard it is to make mm. a football game. How much game, work mate. goes into mm. this? Yeah, yeah. So um so I think next year my concern is that stuff like They've introduced the Ted Lasso team in this. Mm. They've they've they're really pushing the monetization, right. uh, all of that sort of stuff. Next year, once they're free from FIFA, I think that's going to go. It's going to be like cosmetics overdrive, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna, yeah, there's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. so yeah. much there's stuff. Be, that you I mean, can right like, now, so you can do it. You play with like you know, not okay. Tattoos, they take tattoos. For instance, it's not just you buy one tattoo. There's like right leg, left leg, right mm. arm. You know, like body, and you you can buy premium tattoos for every basic body What's part. Hilarious, sh- then ja- hair, premium What's hilarious, Sean? What's hilarious, Sean? Is that you can get a tattoo on your mm-hmm. leg, but in pro clubs, your your socks cover it up. <laughs> so That's why I wear short it. socks now can in pro you, clubs to see the tattoos. Can you get a stadium one? <laughs> no, unfortunately, not, not. yet. I mean, give, give them yeah, a week. In a matter of time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's easy to complain. Um, but it, uh, yeah, as David said, still. 
immensely funny to play with your mates and had like a, I mean I've we, we, I mean I I had one <coughs> night off but I think we played it every night apart from one night since it came out like last we got early access was it Wednesday or Thursday yeah so we've played you know most nights basically uh, and I don't want to stop playing it but you know yeah I, I mean I can't wait but I I go I at the end of every session of pro clubs I say I never want to play this pile of shit game ever again and then the next morning I'm thinking I can't wait to play pro clubs tonight. That's the problem. Mm. It's not due to the game. It's due to the fact that it gets us all together in that sort of, it evokes that sort of football mm. feeling, yeah. even though it's nothing like the fucking sport. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. If, if, if you've hated FIFA in the past, you ain't going to mm. like this one. Um, and and if, you, if you've loved FIFA, then you've probably already bought it. I mean, so, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just not like, weird, oh, this has got decisions. huge huge differences or improvements at least to the mode we're playing it's just more the same please more um, the same please here's but- one thing that i don't get so pro clubs you get you can design your own kit mm-hmm. right i love designing our kit every year for, for uh for our team and um they're legitimate templates from legitimate like um clothing like, manufacturers yeah so we've kit got makers. a hummel kit right they're, they're a kit designer right why do those Companies not say, "Hey, you've designed your pro kit. You could buy it yeah, from yeah, us yeah. here." Like it's madness that they don't offer that as a service. Oh, I'm sure it's they so will next weird. year. <laughs> well, no, but they've they've had the chance to do it for years, like, mm. and they've never done it. Mm-hmm. It's so mad. Oh man, because I'd buy our Hummel oh, kit. This I would season. absolutely nice. buy home and away mm. kits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. basically, <laughs> kind of like Xbox, like was it Game Lab or you know for the controllers <laughs> or Nike do like Nike ID for yeah, trainers. Yeah. You know, but they did. I remember in game they they sold like shirts like that that were like um ultimate team shirts or whatever you know that kind of thing but not obviously in that that amount of detail really yeah yeah they did they did have shirts that they were selling but yeah this was a while ago i yeah, think that I was mean, just like the ea the ea sports fc branded stuff yeah, before one, it was yeah, actually yeah. called ea sports fc like, i think i said to you like a couple of years ago i saw this like fifa top in town and i was like you know and then we kind of worked out you know that's what next games will be called so um anyway uh, what i'm fascinated about is you know how different is it really gonna be next year is this year just like a bit of a more of a down year while they're really focusing yeah, on developing absolutely. the next next absolutely. game absolutely i i cannot wait to see what next year's like I, i'm having I, a blast playing this but it how different is ea sports fc 24 gonna be from what we're playing now who knows but um they have improved one thing with pro clubs though you can actually level up now so in uh, by the end of the last game, Sean, mm. my character was level 11. <laughs> right. Right. I got up to level 10 in the first mm-hmm. month. And then from then all the way up to last week, I'd only got up to <laughs> level 11. I'm currently like level 27 oh, on, wow. the, <laughs> on, on the current one with like within a week. So uh, they sorted that mm-hmm. issue out at least. At least mm-hmm. we're getting um, what's, not that you care. Uh, sorry, everyone. It's That's right. enough FIFA from us. Uh <laughs> that's enough FIFA from us. You don't need to hear any more of that. And that's that's all I've been playing, but I'm excited. Matt, you also have another game down. You've been playing Tinykin. I have. It was on my list after you all spoke so highly about it, and I played it and finished it, and I really, really enjoy it. I'm, I mean, I I think you, David, because uh, I rewatched our kind of footage uh, about it afterwards, and you said it's like Game of the Year contender. Not, not for me, but still immensely enjoyable. Um as like a kind of collector fond 3D platformer. Mm. 
Um, and all the things you're saying about it's basically quality of life, like the game, yeah. like everything about yeah. this game is making it as easy for you, as least stressful, as um, least annoying, least irritating. Um, even bits where I thought, okay, is this going to start becoming a bit more of a stress? It wasn't. Like that. So uh, you, you get one of these tiny game with like the yellow ones and you can use them to build bridges. And there are a bunch of items which you often have to take from one end of an area to another. And... Um, on one, one of those is massive and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to basically wait for the, say, like a piece of corn or whatever it is. I'm going to have to take it over a bridge and then like remove the bridge and run to the next bit, quickly make the bridge before maybe it falls off the edge and it like, oh, I'm going to have to do this whole thing again. Like you got it in one full fell swoop from top to bottom. But no, like, you know, the tiny kin carrying the object, you're taking from one end to the other, just stop. Mm-hmm. So even that, I was like, okay, like that's clear another quality of life thing mm-hmm. i bet they probably tested it where like no the the tiny can keep on walking and if you haven't built the bridge in time then you've got to do it again or whatever but um yeah like so many things just i love the fact that you know you just hold down right trigger the green tiny kin like build the ladder or, or yeah, whatever you call it <laughs> yeah, I, love that. <laughs> I, I know sean you were saying like oh, the, the electric ones weren't so mm-hmm. fun and they are they're a bit definitely more kind of uh finickety mm-hmm. because yeah, these are the ones that basically um, enable you to connect electricity from, say, like a plug to a wire, uh, what's often like a socket mm-hmm. to a wire. And um, But then, like, you, you drop a blue one, and then you have, like, a limited kind of amount of like, length before you can, like, drop another one to basically create a chain. And that wasn't always, like, obvious, mm-hmm. like, where exactly, like, okay, that far, that far, that far. No. But then, well, it always annoyed only... me. It was like when, like, everything else you were excited to use. Hey, yeah, I'll use this one. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do this. That one, it was like you get to the plug and it would say, You need 40. To... And I was like, Oh, <laughs> it's going to take well, actually, think about it, That's the only one yeah. where there kind of wasn't quality of life. Mm. Like all the others are so kind of instant and easy and you don't have to think. Mm. And it just yeah. does. It almost feels like what that needed was you just hold down your butt- the button and it would automatically drop them up yeah. the optimum. Right the right optimum right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah, feels yeah, like for sure. that one, they just didn't add the quality of life, mm. but all the others do. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the music is lovely. I think you're saying, you know, not only are there like different musical kind of themes for each of the areas, each of the rooms you go into the game, but even the areas of the rooms you go into. Well, Bad Kazooie, um, man. Yeah, it totally brought back kind of old like and you know N64 platformer kind of vibes. All the music is fantastic throughout. Um, graphically, yeah, it doesn't do anything too special, but it kind of the important thing again, Dave, as you mentioned, it, I'm not exactly like expecting ray tracing and stuff. But what you can see is you can see from one end of a huge area to another, and that makes such a difference. Mm. There's no like fogging. There's no. There's nothing like cam- trick, kind of clever camera tricks to kind of. I don't know, either fake where you can see or this and the other. You can see from one, you know, from the bottom of, you know, a, a room all the way to the top. And these levels feel so expansive. But, you know, graphically, it does exactly what it needs to do. Yes, a couple of performance issues, but, you know, whatever, you kind of get over that. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad I played it. it um, I got all the... I got everything, basically, apart from the pollen. So did every side mission and correct... Well, some co- of the pollen was know, really created hard it to find, or collected yeah. every... Um, you know, every kind of trinket, whatever they're called. Um, and I, I may go back and do the pollen, but um, yeah, I, I just thought it was a lovely, lovely game. Not for me, something up with like a game of the year, um, but I thought, yeah, like just a lovely experience. And I think it's been like 13 or 14 hours into it. In, I know you could probably do it a lot quicker, but yeah, I was just enjoying playing it and enjoying the environment and make sure I wanted to collect everything. And yeah, great game. Absolutely gotty material. Did you complete it, Sean? I did, yeah, yeah. I've not nice. got everything. I um because it's it was really the bittersweet because it's the first time 
I mean, Isaac's finished like the fucking the Paw Patrol game and shit, right? But this was the first game like we finished it together, and he was like gutted that it was over. Yeah, so was, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. I had that with um, Psychonauts too with Charlie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he got really upset when that game was over because it mm. was like. What the fuck? Can't go there anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I said, like, it. I said, you're right. Well, I'll keep it on, and we'll we'll go back and like 100 percent everything. He hasn't asked for it since, and so maybe he wasn't that torn up about it. But <laughs> um, so yeah, I do want to go back and like get everything. Maybe not all the pollen, but you know. yeah, doing all the other side yeah. stuff's really cool. I was yeah, just like, a cracking. I'm surprised game, we man. don't see more of these kinds of games. And maybe mm. we had. We had other games, say like ukulele, that wanted to ape the feelings we had when we played. Banjo Kazooie, etc. Um, and yeah, I played a bit. I didn't really probably get into that, but this also feels very kind of harks back and classic three D platformer. Mm. I and think it's because it's hard to do those sorts of games really well, yeah. and that, that's why there's not many of them. It's mm. um, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah, like this game. I think is a perfect example of it. It kind of feels effortless. Like yeah, they've made it easy and fun, and it looks great, and the music's great, and it's really compelling to collect everything and. The, you know, it's nice to speak to all the various people you meet in the environment. It's like, this feels, you know, why is this, why is this not made more, why are people not making more of this? But I guess mm. what great design is, it feels effortless. And Yeah, but there's you know, actually so, like tons of like rigorous playtesting and smart design decisions and everything all definitely, yeah, yeah. that lead to and that. Yeah, I love the fact there's no combat. Mm. It was just pleasant to talk to everyone. It's just a, a pleasant experience from minute one, really. So yeah, I, I fully recommend it. And mm. um, yeah, what, what a fantastic game. Mm. Not gotty though weird all yeah. right um let's go sean hello i've played well so a lot of these are going to be quick and then there's a big one at the end um so i'm a couple of hours into return to monkey island um really enjoying it um there's i, th- I was kind of put off by matt i was going to buy it this week but then matt's lack of enthusiasm towards yeah, it sort of put me off. I've, I've been proper enjoying it um i mean obviously- i said i was enjoying it but the ending yeah. kind of yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the ending yet. Maybe I'll hate it. I don't know. But I did uh, say, David, James, I enjoyed it throughout. It's just at the end, for me, no, personally, it's different. You sounded, you sounded pretty down on it last week. It's Have also just it's just what you, uh, it's also the fact of how much it costs as well. You know, it's yeah, like 25 like quid, quid isn't it? Yeah, you think, and, I, and after I heard, yeah, like, like that it's not very, very good, I was mm. like, uh, maybe I'll wait for a sale. Well, I, all the reviews say it's very, very good. It's just me. Got an you should be happy. Should be happy. We trust your opinion. Who do you like most, me or Matt? Because uh, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, um, Matt. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I just, um, I, I, you know, like everything Matt was saying. Like, no, it's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's very charming. It's very amusing. Um, again, it's been a nice one to play with Isaac because obviously, because it's all voiced. Like, obviously, he doesn't get like a lot of the puzzles and stuff. But like, yeah, he's basically just sort of been sitting with me and essentially watching it as like a cartoon, right? Um. There's been like a couple of the puzzles uh, have sort of maybe roll my eyes a bit. Um, can I describe one without spoiling? Basically, there is a puzzle where you need you get an item and you're like, aha, this is going to solve the puzzle, and then you go and it turns out it's it's not enough, right? It's not enough to solve the puzzle, and it turn- so you're like, oh shit, so right, I must need something else, and basically it turns out the solution is to go back to where you got the first one and just get another one. And it's like, right. well, that's not that's not fun, is it? Um, other than that, I've I've been really enjoying the puzzles, and like Matt was saying, the the way the the hint system works is is really elegant. Um, mm. In that it's yeah, you know, because the obviously you know we've seen in in plenty of other adventure games this sort of tiered 
um, hint system where it's like, you know, it starts off very vague and then gets more and more specific and then ends with like, just go and do this. But obviously in, in a game like this, you're going to have like four or five objectives at any one time so yeah the fact that it has a list of things like you know like i think i need to do this or i think i need to do this or this or this and then you can pick one of those and then dive into each one of those um, yeah it's really well done yeah really nicely done um the only thing that did annoy me is there's a character early on who um tells you loads of interesting things about the anchors on ships and that's the tutorial for how to skip dialogue <laughs> Yeah. because the joke is that it's really boring and i'm like no fuck off this is cool i like this, this <laughs> yeah really i like because <laughs> i did that i did skip after a while and oh, i was like okay no i've done the thing it want me to wanted me to do yeah, yeah, yeah. that's quite funny um so yeah no yeah so yeah really enjoying it overall how are you getting on with like the trivia cards and stuff i've done a few of them i've not um again because i'm playing with isaac i've not had time to like stop and, and really look at him um because i know it's boring for him um I think that's a lovely addition as well. It is a really nice idea. Do do they unlock anything or is it just fun to do? Um, Not not on their own. I mean, maybe Mm. if you do all of them, Mm. but no, it's just like a a nice to have. And yeah, I guess it it rewards people who know the franchise inside out Mm -hmm. or just Mm. play this game a lot or, Mm. you know, characters and whatnot. So it's just really, it's just, again, really compelling, really Mm. interesting thing to add add to the game. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm intrigued by the, you know, you mentioned the, the writer's cut option or whatever they, i think that's what mm. they call it because I, I didn't realize yeah. it like apparently it's so basically it's apparently it's like the original script right and which was then sort of refined basically um so uh, you know similar to a, a director's cut it's probably worse in in some ways like there's a reason things were cut out but yeah apparently mm. there's some like entire characters that are missing oh, from, really? from the, yeah apparently um okay. so i'm sort of intrigued but but again like not intrigued enough to like oh i'll do a second playthrough with that turned on mm, probably not but. oh yeah so I, I never even like i turn the switch on but mm. i assume it's is it gonna ask you to do a whole new playthrough to it's not like an on off switch yeah i don't think so because i guess it, it yeah. completely alters the, the flow of certain things maybe i don't know mm. um and i like the fact there's the two difficulty modes as well there's this like look do you just want to uh, you know a fun story with some puzzles or do you want to play you know the the full fat uh yeah, experience, that. But, yeah. i think that's great yeah because see i this is the thing i you see i really really like like narrative games and stories mm-hmm. and stuff like that and that was one of the things that i one of the reasons i love point and clicks when i was growing up but mm-hmm. then i always found the the puzzle element was the thing that i kind of enjoyed the least about them it depends um, it varies doesn't it it's if if as with a lot of puzzle games it's just that issue of like can you get in the designer's head and can you mm. operate on their sort of level of of logic and if you can you're laughing and you know and i've had plenty of moments with this um where i've had sort of you know a bunch of elements that i'm like ah fucking something's missing what is it i need and then it clicks and it's like yes now Mm. i can do these like five things and like that's like a great feeling um like there's been quite a few moments of that already um but uh, i mean like calling that hard mode because um some studio who was playing at first a lot yeah before i like started it she said, oh, yeah, it's like casual or hard mode. I'm like, I'll probably go casual. Mm. But then the casual is basically no puzzles, right? So I don't, yeah, I don't, it, I don't know exactly. And whereas hard mode is the game as you would expect it to, to function with the puzzles and whatnot and with yeah. great hint system. Yeah. I would only ever, well, this is it. Obviously, only ever recommend doing hard mode and playing it the way it's supposed to be, but using the hint well, system. Well, this is it, yeah. Stuck. Like when it's saying, like, oh, you know, hard mode, you know, which has like all the puzzles in it, at no point does it say on that screen, like, but please be aware there is a really comprehensive hint system. Yeah. Which would probably be so quite useful. So, anyone listening to it, don't decision. go in saying, well, I'm hard to 
sounds a bit difficult. Go mm. casual because mm. I feel like you, you, yeah, mm. you're robbing yourself of a great, really great experience. Mm. So if you do get it, James, and so far I would say you should, um, like mm-hmm. I, you go hard mode, but just allow yourself the hint system, basically. Yeah, that's um, unreasonable. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, enjoying that. Um, I've also been playing Deathloop because that's out on the Xboxes now. Um, yes, it is. I'll tell you what, it's it's another game that I'm like playing it on the Series S. I'm just like, 250 quid this console cost me. He loves a bargain. Beautifully. Like, it, it's yeah. incredible. It's like when you get trainers for dirt cheap and you go out <laughs> and you go, look, <laughs> fucking hell, these are, they've got the air bits in yeah, them. Yeah, you've got these from the outlet village, mate. Fucking for 20 quid. <laughs> 20 quid. Um, what, what has been really nice, because I think one of the reasons I struggled with it when i first tried to play it on pc i mean you know as you know i, I struggle to play stuff on pc anyway i just don't really like playing stuff at my desk um is i don't know like it stressed me out like the the combination of trying to get my head around what the fuck is going on and also being good at quite an involved shooter with all the different abilities and stuff don't know just found it a bit much whereas going back to it i've like the accessibility options are fucking meant <laughs> like I've literally mm-hmm. just gone like right the really generous auto aim one hit kills um make basically all enemies drop the best loot and it's like oh, right, okay. so I've basically I've done like one day where I've just hoovered up loads of amazing stuff and mm-hmm. now I'm going to pull it back again and be like right let's make it a bit more probably how it's supposed to be played but just having that freedom to just be like right I've got some cool guns and some great add-ons for them and stuff and I've got a couple of slabs and I feel like I've got a, like a proper foot in the door now, and I've been able to engage more with the overall structure of it and what's going on and who people are because I'm not stressing about dying and losing progress. Mm-hmm. So it's been yeah, it's been really nice. Um, I mean, combat wise, the only place I really struggled was one very specific area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe I was trying to do it a certain way, mm-hmm. but generally, I think the combat's quite kind of. What area was that? It was the party. Yeah, I had the. I had well, the I think I was trying to stealth it. Maybe if I'd gone all guns blazing, it would be different. But I was like, mm, I don't know. well, that's um, what is funny is, yeah, I'm, I'm playing it James Farley style. I'm just mm. not stealthing at all now. And it's one area where you like, specifically have to stealth. And that's what that was where it started to turn for mm-hmm. me because I was enjoying the combat and I was enjoying, you know, getting more and more powerful as I was going through mm-hmm. it. Really liked the characters. Mm-hmm. Story seemed cool. Mm-hmm. And then the first time where I was like, hmm, I'm not sure about this, is the bit where there's an area that you have to stealth. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, right. you, you, A, you die. Mm-hmm. B, it, yeah. Well, there's, there is that bit. Right. You, <laughs> you, you die uh, yeah. if you don't stealth it properly. Right, okay. um, and I went, okay, not happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly the wheels came off. Like mm-hmm. the intrigue went for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I thought, ah, ah. I don't know. I feel I felt like, and especially when it was like, no, you got to kill these these people a second time to get because you mm. had to get something else out of them after getting your initial weapon or right. whatever. Mm. We get upgraded uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, yeah, you upgraded, upgraded stuff. And I was yeah. kind of like, ah, oh, I don't know. The wheels sort of fell off. It didn't feel like a time loop game to me anymore after that. Mm. And that was what I was wanted. That's what yeah. I went in wanting. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely not the game I thought it would be. It's not the open ended. 
you know, you can kind of create your own path to the ending, or mm. it's not that ashy at all. Um, and maybe it's real kind of, objective based. It, isn't it's it? quite prescriptive, actually. Yeah, yeah. in, like, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the way that you have to achieve, like, yeah, yeah. To, to finish it. But mm-hmm. I still I absolutely it. loved it. I yeah. mean, I, I I loved everything. I mean, like the, the music, the style, like how mm. it looked. The gunplay was awesome. I loved yeah. all the, well, this is it. the weapons, like the, the tools. <laughs> Because you know it's, it's not open ended. It's not what I thought it would be. But once I climatized and realized what the game actually is, I still absolutely loved it from start to finish. Yeah, because you know, like, and again, sort of putting all the easy mode stuff on, kind of feels thematically appropriate because it, you know, because it's got that sort of 60s, 70s spy thriller sort of vibe. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like when the music kicks in and you're just like bang, 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 the fucking shooting yeah. people on rooftops with a pistol, like, and it's just yeah. it's great. It's so much fun. Um, so yeah, Deathloop, one yeah, one year awesome on. Game. Good. Um <laughs> uh also played a bit of Grounded. Uh this is the game. Why? What do you mean why? Well, everyone's playing it. Yeah, because it's well, it's been it's been out for ages, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's just no, it's just hit 1.0. One point oh. Yeah, it's like the first oh, full release. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, it's well good. Um if you're not aware, this is the one uh yes, it's your sort of co op survival game where you are some kids in the early nineties who've been shrunk and you're in a garden. You're in someone's front garden and everything's huge. Ladybirds are like absolutely fucking massive. You're like fighting with ants and stuff. Um and it's I mean, yeah, there are massive spiders in it and they are terrifying. Um there are um options to make them look less scary, but they're still terrifying in gameplay terms, so I didn't really don't know. Like, because I, I was saying, like, so I was playing it with with Chris and Cami, and they were like, "Oh yeah, have you, have you changed it so the spiders look less threatening?" I'm like, "No, because they are still really threatening, and I so I need to be able to visually register them as a threat." Do you know what I mean? Like, because if you yeah, you can turn to a giant ball, but then that's not going to help when you come start shooting the legs off and stuff. Exactly. Is it? Like, I need to be able because. Obviously, because you, you know you're you're running around and there's like grass everywhere, but obviously they like you know stalks of grass are absolutely huge. So you're constantly sort of half looking sort of into the distance and looking for sort of weird movement ahead. So the fact that they look and move like real spiders makes them like easy to spot because it sets off my fucking survival <laughs> instincts, right? <laughs> um, so it's useful to keep them at their original appearance even though that is terrifying to me. Um, how, Sean, how easy is this game to like get into? Oh, like, so, in terms of- like really easy. So uh, when we started playing it, I think a couple of us had like done the tutorials and stuff. And then I can't remember, it was either Chris or Cammy joined us and they basically hadn't really touched it. And it's like five minutes of tutorials and you've pretty much got the gist of it. You, you basically, you, you're gathering materials. There's these little like science terminals, right? Where you, yeah. you analyze the materials you found and then it's like, right, here's a bunch of stuff you can make with those materials. Um, and then as it progresses, you, so that there is like a, a central quest line where you're supposed to be finding these little bunkers, right? With, with science stuff in them and eventually that will um allow you to you know get blown back up to full size um but also there's just your your day-to-day survival so obviously you need food you need water and it's like and it's really nice it's like well how do you get water well every night time all the the dew forms on the grass so you're just like Mm -hmm. looking up and you're like all right yeah blob of water there whack the grass with an axe or whatever blob of water falls down you'll run over and like like suck it up it's it's cool um and it's just, it's little touches like and you know we were laughing about this when we were playing it because it's like well how else would you do it but the fact that like 
when it's you know there's markers on your your hood for like objectives objectives or whatever and the distance is in centimeters <laughs> like well, of course it is but it's just i don't know yeah. little nods like that it's like yeah fair deeds that's, that's quite funny um and then yeah and then you you get into like proper base building right you can build your own little fortress uh which which we are doing at the moment with all in- and what well, it saves from so you all load into the same game and stuff well th- this is what's really interesting um because yeah because obviously that was our first worry because i was like right how does it work like does someone just start a game and then you invite your friend in and then like whose save file is it etc etc yeah yeah we were really worried that was going to be a mess and it's kind of this sort of really interesting low-tech but incredible incredibly useful um way of doing it where basically so you do you start a new game but you make it a shared world and then you can just pick like a small number of friends to share it with so then effectively that world is stored in the cloud and anyone can access it and then you can join each other how's that old school then that sounds amazing that's That's what i mean but it's not yeah it's not like it's not like a persistent server or anything. It's just essentially no. you're just kind of swapping the save around dynamically. But it's yeah, it yeah. works like really well. Um Brilliant. so that was that was really smart. Um yeah, so we just we had like an evening on it that ended up going till about one AM and we were like, we need to play more of this. This is really, really, mm. really nice. Um so yeah, probably love that. might try and do a stream of it at some point. Yeah, it's really yeah nice. definitely get that streamed. Uh, another quick one walkabout mini golf there has been another new course Um, what's the theme uh, this one is 20,000 leagues under the sea Um, which uh, yeah initially I was like alright how's how's that going to work Dave it's fucking amazing proper good I mean the game is just stunning like it's just every time I go into it I'm like Mm. this is um, it's just so good it's like uh, so. So apparently they're, they're doing this. Is going to be like a, a trilogy of Jules Verne novels. Um, so mm-hmm. we're, we're assuming Journey to the Center of the Earth and Around the World in Eighty Days. I guess they haven't announced the other two, but that's that's the guess. Um, yeah, it's 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 all in um, the submarine basically, and you start off like in a like a smaller like a little bathysphere, sort of drifting over to the main ship. Um, and it's like sort of eerie as fuck, but then when you get into the ship, it's like totally like luxurious, right? It's absolutely beautiful, the interior of the ship. Um, and just, yeah, and like, you know, when you obviously you press the button to get like the aerial view of the course, I was like, oh yeah, shit, well, how's that going to work? Because yeah. you can't see any of it from the outside. Yeah, you, you go to the aerial view and it's like a cross section of the ship. It's like cut out and you can see That's all amazing. the floors nice. and everything. It's like, fuck, man, this is so good. Um, so the, the, the um, is there a button yet to just go, I want everything? Give me, give me all of that because I think oh, what, we're going to end up doing what, that. Like all the like, DLC, all the courses that are out. Yeah. I don't think there is. Yeah, they're want... still just like two pounds forty each or whatever. Yeah, I just, I just want to go. Yeah, just give me more. Well, this is what we were um, saying. Like, if they were just said, like, "Oh, look, fifty quid, and you can have everything. We'll do forever." And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, absolutely. It was funny because I was chatting to my friend Chris about it. This was when we were planning. We need to go back to it, but we're planning other things at the moment. Um. And we were saying that oh, you buy one because you can share it, mm. right? So what, yeah. only one of you needs to have bought mm. it. So we were like, oh, you buy that one, and I'll buy that one, and you buy that one, and then we and then we found out that you don't get the balls. And yeah. we we're like, well, we're just both going to buy it then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> both buy all of it because uh, yeah, it, hunting around for the balls on each each uh, course is brilliant. Mm. We haven't done any of the hard mode stuff. Oh man, yet, they're really we'll good. Get to that. Riddles are really good. No, we will do it. Yeah. We will do it eventually. We're just working through the yeah. things, but then we haven't played it for mm. a while. 
it's just yeah it's incredible mm. i wish yeah i wish the headset was a little bit lighter so that it didn't mm. kill my neck after one round but, yeah because when you're mm, looking yeah, down the whole time it's it it's can be a just bit such a good game and yeah. these it's amazing how much effort they're putting into these new courses mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah, so I'm well good play more yeah man we should do that well what, I mean, what is it in fact maximum four players what's the uh, five isn't it five i think yeah i think it's five yeah. Well, as I said, Ian's been calling out to play walkabout mini golf with us. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just do it one Saturday evening or whatever. Five of us on, yeah. And Ben five is saying in the chat we need another stream of it. Absolutely, we will. Because yeah, that like one was it. behind a paywall as well, so actually doing a live one would be fun. <laughs> um, so yeah, the big one um, is I have been playing Bone Lab on the Meta Quest 2. Um, so this is the sequel to Boneworks, um, which was a PC VR only uh, title um and yeah this this one is out on the quest as well i played a bit of the original and i knew it was very well thought of um it was i hadn't had um the vr headset for long and it's it's not an easy one to play if you haven't got your vr legs yet um so i found it made me quite sick i was about to say i'm watching game footage now and it looks horrific yeah um <laughs> it's kind of so yeah, I I didn't play enough of the the original to be like, oh, here's what's new and different in the sequel. So I'm just going to talk about the sequel and, and what you know how I found it. It they it is this just this really uncompromising like because you know obviously with VR games a lot of it is still around comfort because so many people are still adjusting to it. A lot of games can still make you feel a bit sick if you're not careful. Bone Lab just it doesn't give a fuck and it's quite open about that. Like, you know, there's like a comfort warning on the store. It's like, no, this is like the most extreme thing you'll play. Um, and it's, so it is just kind of this experiment in like, well, what if we stopped caring about that stuff? What what could we do, right? Um, and it's on the surface of it, you know, like you watch videos, um, you know, watch trailers and stuff. It's like, oh, it's a shooter. It's a first person shooter, right? Yes. Um, but also with like a, a really sophisticated physics engine, and like massive mod support and just the weirdest structure to a game I've probably ever seen. What do you mean structure? What's up so, with the structure? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do I explain without spoiling it? Because the discovery of it is quite fun. Um, but, but is it? Actually, no, because I had a phase where I was like, is this it? I think this might be the whole game. And like a friend of mine who's also playing it, he's like, I don't think there's a campaign. I think this is just this is just what it is. So you, you start the game, and like you know very sort of brief sort of i guess you could call it a tutorial it's just like here's some stuff to grab and you sort of understand how it works and um and then you start by like basically you're you're in this like medieval village and you're being hanged right and you're like and you, right. you have to put the noose like around your neck probably could have used a content warning for that to be honest thought that was a bit yeah, that's, a bit extreme that's a, yeah that's pretty extreme Whatever. isn't it you don't actually get hanged obviously wouldn't be much of a start to a video game otherwise um and then as you as you like you're going through these tunnels and then in almost straight away there's like visual elements are like completely incongruous with the medieval stuff right you start seeing like pipes and lights and stuff and doors and, and you're like what the fuck is going on and it's <laughs> and you make your way through like a bunch of areas and then it goes from like you know you're fighting skeletons with a sword to like oh now i have a gun and there's people shooting at me and then you find your way to this like hub area right and it's kind of 
I can't remember if it's like explicit about this or if this is just the conclusion I came to, that you are in like this virtual that you're in like the testing area of this virtual world that like some developers were making, right? Like that's that's the narrative. Um in that you're in this experiment effectively. And in a way because everything looks a bit not like half finished but it, like as if they just got a load of like default like unity assets and threw stuff together right but that's the point like that is that's the narrative that's what it's doing on purpose so yeah you get to this hub area and then there's like these like six different things so like one's like an arena so that's like your melee combat one's like a shooting focused one one's like a parkour section and then there's like an experimental yeah, that, one that's the one that looks like yeah oh my god i don't think i'll be able to handle yeah. that um and and yeah and basically and so yeah and for a while we thought that was it we're like well this is this is this is the game there's all these different things you can do there's there's leaderboards and we're like oh this is this is pretty cool it's just like a testing ground to just like mess around in and yeah like try and get high scores and that kind of thing yeah but basically but <laughs> there is so the, the and what is not initially obvious but you'll you'll grasp it um, like it's pretty well signposted when it's time for you to move on. That whole area, like, is a puzzle, which then unlocks, like, the rest of the campaign. And it's just, like, it's just, I don't know, it's, like, we've talked before about VR games being, like, transportative in that that way, that, like, when you take the headset off and you're just like, fuck, I've been somewhere else. Like, it's one of those. It's the first game, it's the first VR game that I've played on my own until the battery runs out. And I'm like, oh, oh I wow. have to stop okay. now because I've run out of time. That, that's every single time I use the quest. Obviously, multiplayer sessions run out of battery all the time. But single player, usually I'll do 30, 40 minutes and I'll be like, right, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sort of done. Whereas this is like, fuck, I can't believe my battery's run out again. And I want to want to carry on. Like the, uh, there's, In terms of the you know comfort and, and feeling motion sick and, and stuff, generally I've been okay. There's been a couple of sections that like I had to stop and lie down on the floor um afterwards what, it, what happened uh, there's a minecart section oh yeah, yeah. i mean you, you, it's like when you, <laughs> it's that stupid walk about mini golf when you're you're in the uh when you go like teleport onto that raft oh yeah 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 and suddenly it's like and you're Whoa. like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um speaking yeah. of um motion sickness mm-hmm. i got it during tinykin did you really now this is weird right i you know I, I'm mashing in quite concerned because mm. I got with motion sickness playing Rollerdrome and I was like, mm. in what, it's a two, it's not a VR game, what the hell's mm-hmm. happening there? Mm. Maybe it's all like looking up and down, I don't know. And then, on the, and then again, I'm not sure if I was, you know, I don't think I was hungover, maybe I've been tired, but whatever. I was like playing for a bit, I was like, God, I feel quite rather unwell, what is this? Mm. And my only assumption is like motion sickness from Tinykin. Now, mm. I know the camera's quite loose in that. You can look all over the shop and up and down, but I was like, I'm mad. this would better not be my future when I'm playing like non VR games. You know, one thing I noticed about Tinykin, and I wonder if that is why you have motion sickness. I would play that game for like an hour, and I don't think I looked at the character once. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always looking through the character, not even looking at what the character was I doing. I know what you mean. It was yeah, really I guess strange. I was looking at the environment, but yeah, maybe you're looking. I suppose because in Tiny King, the character like, is 100 percent always in that same spot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I guess, mm. yeah. I don't know. I, I was like, it's... man, this is this is gonna worry. Just like, yeah, was it Roll Down was like two months ago, mm. like twice in two or three months now. Like, mm. tell me, oh, this is not. It does happen. You're getting old. Think. Well, I getting uh, old, mate. Deathloop on the default, uh, like control settings, made me feel 
weird. It's um, never and it's this. the um, proper spraying. The um, you know the way that like when you push the stick, it sort of the movement starts slow and then speeds up. I mm. have to yeah. turn that off. That makes me feel weird. Oh, right. um, okay. so yeah, it's it's a thing. People, yeah, people do mm. get motion sickness weird. from not you know 3D, but on a screen mm. games. Um, but I think it's still pretty poorly understood why that happens. But yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, but you enjoy. It sounds like you're enjoying this game. I mean, yes. I, I haven't played it, but it's, it, lots of people were excited about it. Obviously, mm-hmm. because you know, uh, you know, the previous one on PCVR was just loved by so many mm-hmm. people for the modding and like you know the the cool things you can mm-hmm. do in it. Um, but uh, this is it, and it's it sounds like, like you're enjoying it a lot. Yeah, like I'm I'm loving it, and you know, and the like the story is interesting. I don't really know what's happening yet, but it's again, it's this sort of it's not so much breaking the fourth wall as just like completely forgetting that it, the fourth wall is a thing like there's there's like people in the story are talking about like like doing like glitches and stuff and like oh and i like i found that if i like stuck my head in this one light fitting it like catapulted me through the wall and the stuff and like characters in the game are just like acknowledging that stuff right um but is that mm, something that you as a player can do and then it catapults you well, i don't know or... not tried it yet um okay but it's yeah, and it's like you know, there's like this one character that's like obsessed with like finding glitches and, and speedrun tactics and stuff. Um, it's very very weird. And yeah, there's this the whole mod section and like as you say, like the mod scene for the original was huge. This is only going to be mm. bigger, I think. Um, there's already like Mario Kart mods and stuff for it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I saw the go karting ones. Yeah. yeah, and like you know the extent to it. Well, what's fascinating is the extent to which you can mod it is is huge. Like to the point that like the game says like if you're installing mods that we haven't you know looked at or approved, like you might lose your save game. Like this could break the game. You might have to delete everything and reinstall it. So please be careful. Um, but also like you know I watched a video review where this guy's like I have no idea what I'm doing. I've imported my VR chat avatar into the game. And I can play as my VR. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> and you know, it's again like, oh yeah, please, please tell me again why we need like NFTs to do this stuff, right? Um, but it's just, exactly, yeah. yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. It's a weird um, game that just totally commits to this one thing, even though it's probably going to make a lot of people feel sick. And like the, the fact that like the, the physics are so accurate to the point that it's quite jarring sometimes like you might be so say you're like you know you're pressing buttons or levers on a control panel and suddenly like your view sort of pulling to one side or whatever and it's like oh yeah it's because i've accidentally like rested my arm on one bit of the <laughs> and it's like so it's pulling me around mm. but it, so it's stuff like that that you you kind of don't want it to do but also you're like well yeah that is what would happen if i put my arm there yeah, yeah. and it's so yeah it's weird really like it i might try and do a stream of it just to try and Hopefully, better demonstrate. Okay, setting up about four or five streams. Yeah, it's not. Now, yeah. We've already got a busy week. Is it? Is racking them up, racking them yeah. up. Right? Is that all you got for us this that week? That is all I've got. Is that not enough? It is more than enough, mate. Love it, <laughs> love it, James. James, you got Elden Ring. Is there much to say? Not, not really. I mean, I I haven't played anything over the last week really, apart from I when I got back, I played Elden Ring on Saturday, no on Sunday. I played. Yeah, it's. Oh man, it's so good! It's still <laughs> so good. This is the thing. It's just like I'm I'm on a roll now mm. with it, and I, to the point where I can't stop playing. Where it's like you know, I haven't had this for a long time. Where it's like I I stop playing and think, okay, I'm done now. Mm. I'm done, mm-hmm. and then I go off to like I don't know, go to bed and like brush my teeth or whatever. And then I'm just like, oh, do you know, I could go and play a bit more <laughs> actually. 
I could I could do a bit more. And it's just it's not just like the level of exploration and finding new stuff. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. All that you know, all that stuff's really good. But I'm just having a lot of fun building my character as well mm-hmm. and just making it into what I want it to be mm-hmm. and like what it is now. And I just I mean I'm I'm at the stage now with my character where I feel like I can take on things now. Like and, mm-hmm. and not feel like really, really intimidated by anything. I mean, I'm going back and just like slaughtering stuff that I was finding really difficult, like you know, to begin with, and mm. it feels so satisfying to be able to do that and to yeah, to feel that I've really made progress with uh, with the game, and it's just so good. I mean, I I don't really want to say much more because I want Have to say to the hands bit. Yeah, yeah, I've done all that. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, that was. Uh, so James is now that, yeah, we're we're now in sync, aren't we, James? I think. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the land the giants like land of the giants. Whatever that. Oh, you, whatever you've made it to the land of the giants now. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I'm, okay, I'm right, there you're, you're ahead of me now. Then, cool. Yeah, no, I, I do want to go back to it. Sean's fuming. It's, it's absolutely, I mean, it's <laughs> absolutely stunning up there. Honestly, yeah. it's like it looks incredible, mm. and just. Uh, but again, just keeps on throwing new stuff mm. like constantly mm. at me, and it's just oh, it's so good. It's such it's, a good. It's game. really interesting to say you know you're loving it because you got your build, you've got a build. You you really like. I'm forty hours in. And um, and I still feel like I'm just like don't even know what my build is. Mm. Nothing really feels great, you know. And maybe that's what kind of stopped me going back. I feel like I'm still waiting for like, you know, where do I even go to find like the build I need? Do I have to look at guides and say go here, get an armor? Like, I just feel like I'm constantly under the cosh. I, I haven't was, really found something that I really love. Yeah, I, I was quite lucky in that I found a sword and was like, right, I am going to respec for this because this is mm. too cool not to. And then that, well, that- sort of got me through basically see that and that's what happened to me really mm-hmm. because it's like i'd already because i was a samurai and i'd started off with like the the katana that you get with that which is very good mm-hmm. like you can upgrade that like you know quite to quite a high level and it's it's brilliant but then as i played it on the stream i think it was one guy it was i think it was nikki g i think was the name he like recommended going for the i think it's it's this one which requires like decks but also like intelligence yeah. as well and then it like fires out this like beam of like light yeah. which is pretty cool yeah, and <laughs> so i i went for that and i that's i've fully upgraded that now mm-hmm. so it's like at the top level i've been just putting all my stuff into like decks and into intelligence and stuff mm-hmm. and it's scary the amount of damage it does mm-hmm. now which is which yeah, is amazing that's the feeling i want to like i mean i one the whatever weapon i've got is up like plus you nine. want the end game stuff too early that's what you want yeah i think and if and that that's what I found the best thing to do was to like find this weapon that you want and then just like upgrade it as much as possible. Yeah. And then it gives you yeah, you then yeah, it makes things a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. I mean I got stuck for a very long time on you know, Sean, the, the those twin gargoyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the ones that I got stuck on that for ages mm-hmm. and then I basically did it by over leveling myself, <laughs> I think, so that it just became not difficult anymore. Are you, um, because are you not, you're not summoning at all. Uh, well, this is the thing because I also got the mimic tier oh, yeah, as yeah. well, yep. which is that's brilliant. Very good. Like, yep. so what this is is like it's a summon that summons yourself, basically, mm. like another version of you. Mm-hmm. And so, especially when you're fighting two people at the same time, it's great two because farlies. you know one of them will uh, you know go for for that and one will go for the other. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, can't imagine that much cynicism and sarcasm <laughs> it together just doubling mm. up um, yeah, it's a shame I'm never going to complete that game I can't imagine what it's like completing it I bet it feels absolutely incredible completing that game because you know when you play a game for uh, quite a length of time it really feels like a journey to get to yeah. that point but yeah you must be looking back at like say Mar- Margit now and just thinking 
that feels like it was decades like a year ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, honestly, it feels yeah, like yeah. that. And it's, yeah, it does feel like that it, a lot. It's weird, isn't it? Because, you know, like, when there's, like, a new open world game and there's and the sort of the claims about how big the map is start flying around and you're like, yeah, all right, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But it's it's hard to explain quite how vast Elden Ring yes. feels. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And dense. Yeah. Dense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't see... I mean, I mean, obviously, there's going to be another one of these, isn't there, probably? Mm. But what do you do? Because it's just no, enormous. I don't know. Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's going to be such a hard game to follow up on. Yep. I, I'd still like them to... I, I'd still think it'd be mad if they managed to pull off like a 10-hour experience mm. somehow. Mm. I don't know how you do that without do it, keeping to the, the core elements of those series. But How many hours are you into so far then, James? You must be like 60, 70 hours? 46 hours. Oh, wow. At the moment. Oh, wow. Blimey. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm like yeah. twice Bit that. It. And you're ahead of yeah. me, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like 30 hours just exploring. Are you following guides, James? Yeah, I have used some guides, yeah. Uh, especially for, for, for like uh, get, getting your build up yeah, and all that sort and, of stuff and yeah. absolutely do that yeah, because yeah, it's it makes things because there's there's a lot of things that you would I think would be quite difficult <laughs> to yeah to figure out if you if you weren't and it's um, yeah yeah and yeah, it's, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And like so I, you'd just I'm be not, banging your head against the wall. Like you? I'm not sitting here at ninety odd hours, being like, "Oh well, I I got the real experience." Like, no, I would I would have liked to have saved those hours if I could have. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, find oh, find right. a weapon you like and do that, man, mm. because it's it's so good, honestly. And if you want, it's well, always that, there. Like every down, like I need to get it finished or want to play. It. I mean, like, again, I've loved every moment I've had playing it, but it's like I want to get it finished. You know, it's, like, it's kind of just constantly there, gnawing in the back of my head. I think, like, if you are going to go... I've I've just accepted that I'm not going back to it. I was going to say, like, if you are going to go back to it, like, don't don't go back to it thinking, like, I have to finish this. Like, just go back in the spirit of, like, I want to have something to say about this. Yeah, just think, I just want to make some... Yeah, just Mm. think, I'm going to make some progress. I mean, I put another 20 hours in just before whatever like two two or three games ago whenever whatever that was and and, yeah again like loved Mm. it got to you know got to ride a car here um and just stopped because other games came out but um yeah yeah okay well that's that's what we've been playing this week let's uh let's do a few questions and then get out of here if you want to contact us go to tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs little homie dean so I had a question prepared for <laughs> my little homie Dean. <laughs> a question prepared for TCGS Con North, but I shit the bed a little when James took to the floor with the mic. Oh no! Uh, I do want to thank you, James, for getting me into the Yakuza series. The games are fucking stupid and are stuffed with side quests that are somewhat on the fucked up wild side. <laughs> My question is this. If James was a quest-giving NPC within the gaming world of Yakuza, what would JCA Farley's fucked up wild quest line involve? Much love. Appreciate you all. Wouldn't it be that, that was it, the dancing dude in the underwear? <laughs> Who's a real person? <laughs> He's already in it. I found out. Someone tweeted. What's someone that? tweeted. There's like an interview with a guy and he's sat there in his pants. And he's... he's oh, real. brilliant. He's <laughs> yeah. into it. Love it. Go on. Have I got to come up with, with my own quest line? Well, I assume so. No, J- no James. No, the, 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 the question that specifically... <laughs> no, no, but I, thought, I thought this was more of a like... This was you were going to come up with one for me, not okay. that I had to come okay, up with my I'll own question. Sit, sit back. You don't need to do anything. Uh, it doesn't. Do it's going to be something really naff. Like he's he's lost all his pay. He's, he's lost all his papers for his lecture, 
and you've got, <laughs> got, got yeah, actually, yeah, he's... it would be something like that and it's like yeah like they're all like different ends of a street yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you go to pick it up and oh no a bird has caught it and it's like and it's like <laughs> flying off with it and you've got to go and get he's, it somewhere else he was doing yoga this morning uh, before his lecture and suddenly his back went and now he's stuck in a tea pose <laughs> yeah you've got to get a chiropractor to come and uh, <laughs> click him back into place <laughs> Uh, but first, you've got to take a photo of it for the Instagram. Yes. Um, okay. Miriam Andietta says, Dear TCGS.com, speaking of, speaking of potential stag do locations for James, the four of you at a soft play might just be the answer. If you had to make soft plays edgier but still kid friendly, like Sonic, what would your redesign entail? <laughs> Can I, before we get into yeah. this, James, this is what I thought you'd have loads of notes on our discussion last week about your potential stag yeah, didn't listen mm. to it, Matt. So he doesn't know that no, that's I, mean, place. <laughs> I mean, I did like the idea of like, you know, just going to like arcade or whatever that Sean said that would be that'd be all right. Oh look at him, look, he's rolling it out now. Look, he's getting <laughs> is that near piece you got in there, James? <laughs> yeah. I said arcade, I said arcade. Shy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shy don't listen to the podcast anyway, doesn't he? What am I talking about? Um uh I, uh, yeah, an edgier soft play. I, I think if there's one thing you don't want when you go into a soft play, is any sort of Edges. edge. Yeah. I think the I think the parents provide that by turning up. <laughs> you see them just like turn out walking through that fucking door, and just and you look over at the baby bit mm. of the soft play, and you just feel sorry for them because we can sit at a table drinking mm-hmm. coffee, right? Mm. They're sitting in that bit just going, yeah. Mm. Just don't want to be here. <laughs> Everyone else is looking but, at the I mean, phones. I just think make the slides taller, taller and bouncier. Yeah, bigger slides. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, why, how about a flick at the end of the slides? You don't see oh, enough yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you go, whoa. Yeah. 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 Like you know. It needs to be more like four guys. No, into spikes. More like four guys. We're doing it edgy, Matt. Stay into spikes. We say more like four guys, James, like with like actual like yeah. pitfalls and stuff. You know, there needs to be all like, you know, rotating things so that, you know, like you get yeah, smacked like in the face around and stuff yes. like that. They're just trying to go through. Yeah. Love that. Um, I mean, yeah. I know People this is rich coming cannons. from me, obviously, but a bar? Question mark? Uh, I've seen... Oh, no. Did I ever tell you this story? This is... I mean, this is bad. This is like... The dead shit together. <laughs> we, um... Joe... One of Joe's friends... Uh... So Joe's got a bunch of friends that she used to work mm. with, and they've stayed friends for for ages. Um, and uh, the uh, the husbands mm-hmm. they know each mm-hmm. other, but they're not. I wouldn't yeah, say yeah. we see each other all the time. Mm. You know, we don't hang out. We went to it was one of their birthdays, and we went to this soft play, and uh, all of the mums went on one table. So all of the dads sort of shuffled over and awkwardly sat down and said, "You're all right." And then I can't remember who, it wasn't me that suggested this, but one of them went, do you see that pub down the road? Like, it looked amazing <laughs> and we're stuck in here. What if we all just went <laughs> and we went, what? What if one by one, we all just went to the pub? And I went, well, I'm going first. So uh, I said to Joe, I'm just going to the toilet. I didn't. Mm. I walked out. I walked down the pub, went into the beer garden, ordered a drink and I was sitting there. And I'd say every 15 minutes, one more dad <laughs> entered that beer garden. Amazing. And people started to realise in the beer garden what was going on because we were cheering, which meant 
any time someone walked into the beer garden <laughs> and we went, way! The whole beer garden went, way! <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, all our mobile phones went off on us. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> David, where are you? In the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> to be Got fair. Poorly Tommy. To be fair, they thought it was fucking hilarious and they joined <laughs> us afterwards. But uh, yeah, that was... Um, yeah, so the, uh, pop, uh, bars in... Um, I, I mean, bars in a fucking soft play would be the worst <laughs> idea ever, right? Terrible. I'm surprised I don't see more of that, but uh, mm. for the well, right like reasons. like an adult soft play? Well, no, I'm thinking like just, you know, a bar to get I a hate, pint. I hate the ones that don't have proper coffee. It's like, mm. You're not expecting like proper coffee mm. in these places but the ones where you drink it and you go that is a coffee flavoured drink water. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean that is oh. I basically stopped buying coffee in those places because it was just it no, was yeah, good. You find every now and then you find one that actually has a decent <laughs> cup of coffee and you're like oh my god we're coming here next week Joe Oh yeah, is it now? Next weekend sorted. When I was away, yeah. you know, I was away a month or two ago, and then on the way back up, we stopped in um, Oxfordshire and met up with a friend at a soft plate, and like I could not believe how nice it was. And I was just like, no, I think we might live in a deprived area. <laughs> it's like this is just like a nice uh, yeah. place to be. Never mind the soft place; it's a nice cafe, like. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. there one in Harrogate, oh, yeah. uh, which was like basically like a essentially a hipster mm-hmm. soft plate. It was like it was basically built for Instagram. <laughs> that had like amazing <laughs> food. That did have amazing I drink. That. I hate that place. But, I mean, sadly that closed down. Oh, did it? Oh, well, there you sadly, go. Good. Yeah, yeah no, like, we had <laughs> birth- someone had a birthday party there as well. Mm. But it's like, it, yeah, it, just, it was a high level of soft plate. <laughs> but that place, good shit. Um, gyroflow oven. Says hi all, really enjoying Marvel calls, and this week was Guardians of the Galaxy on the public feed. In that episode, David and James often started talking about the game, but stopped because quotes, "This is the wrong podcast to talk about that." Can I therefore ask here how David feels about the game's treatment of the characters now that he's seen the film? Thanks for every week. Appreciate you all. I mean, it's kind of irrelevant, right? Because they're not linked, and mm. and I sort of get that now with Marvel is that yeah. actually. You can have the same characters, but they're Not it's a completely same. different take yeah. on them. And um, yeah, look, there's a lot of similarities. I thought the most fascinating thing looking back at my time with the game is how I tried to sell Groot instead of Rocket at the start of that game. Yeah. Because n- like, had I have watched the film now, that would have influenced me the other way. The mm. film would have influenced me. I would have sold Rocket. Mm. But but. I hated Groot in that game, especially at the start. <laughs> it was just annoying. As I said on the podcast, like he barely says I am Groot in that first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the game, Constant. it's every two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, what was I was, it only just hit me the other day. Where did the flarking thing come from? Because in the game, Rocket says flarking Flark instead that. of fucking yeah, yeah. constantly. Yeah. And I just assumed that that was in the film as well. Nope. It's not in it at all. No, I, I, I sort of, yeah, retroactively assumed it must have been in the films, and I hadn't really noticed. But no, it's just not in them at have all. Have you not seen the films? No, no, I've seen the films. That's what I mean. I just, I, oh, I right. didn't like playing. I played the game, you know, like a couple of years after seeing the films, and was like, yeah, I don't think Flarkin's in the films. Okay. But, um, but look, I mean, I, I think I, I you know, I'm not going to give away what I thought of Guardians of the Galaxy mm. two, but um, one we that was the moment where i went oh i like marvel films mm-hmm. like that was the one where i go okay no i'm i'm fully in i'm not trying to like this i like mm-hmm. it um and uh and you know and and for 
for someone who really, really loved the games as well, and there always seems to be that argument about what you prefer, um, one or the other. It's it, it, yeah, I don't feel that way when I I just appreciate them both on their own level, basically. Yeah. MD Kraboffs, quick one to end the show. Uh, what is the last thing you learnt? Oh my god! Yeah. What is the last thing I learnt? Uh, um. Oh Jesus! <laughs> not not to trust my son. Oh, go on. Oh, go <laughs> on. Fuck it, that's a deep one. Do you, wow. do you know what he did while I was away? Mm. So Chen said to him, "You've got to tidy your room because it's a massive pigsty, as it often is." And so he, he was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do. It. I'll, I'll get right on it." And so he went. He went in there to do it, and then Chen went to knock on like Rachel's door to see what she was doing, and then. There was this message came out that was like saying, like, I'm reading a book. Can you just like leave me alone or whatever for for a bit? Chen was suspicious. So she went into into Rachel's room and then found Asher in there under like in her bed, like reading a book. And then it turned and then she went into Asher's room and found Rachel in there cleaning his room. Fuck. And it turns out that <laughs> he had paid her money to tidy his room. And then it set up this whole thing so that they, so that they wouldn't get caught. And then, <laughs> amazing. and then, like Rachel was like saying to Chen, she was like, "Don't, please, don't. Like, I, I want the money. Like, <laughs> you know, for to, like, don't change this. I'm, I'm, I don't mind doing it. I get, I get, I'm getting money out of this. Very um, industrious. Yeah. I appreciate that. But it's really in this economy as well. Yeah. How, so, how, yeah, how, uh, how much did you pay? Uh, it was, it was, that's the thing. Three euros fifty. It's nothing. What? Like it's absolutely nothing. Like I don't. Feel like, like, it should be like Rachel. We need to have a chat about the value of your labour, mate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, like at least like five euros or whatever for that because I mean it's quite a significant job as well. Mm. Like so. Mm. I, yeah. Don't yeah. Know, not great. Uh, That's brilliant. That is if awesome. It did, if it get me away from lessons for a bit, can I tell you a joke that Charlie told me, which blew me away when he told it. Told me it. I, like I, I genuinely, Charlie, three years old. Mm. Um, come out with mm. this, and I was like, I, I, I could not love you more. Here's what you said to me, Sean. Mm. Ready? You do it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who? 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 It's the sound of the police. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of the bees. <laughs> I, I was like, you're the best because I, I, I listen to that song a lot. Mm-hmm. I like it, <laughs> but I didn't expect him to come out with that. <laughs> That was amazing. Anyway, going back to um, going back to uh, things I've learned. I don't know what I the last I, thing I learned c- is. You can't you can't buy cheap pork belly. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that sounds that's about mine. right. Yeah, Joe said. Oh, I know you like uh, every now and then. There's a little treat, probably once a month. I'll have pork belly with a sauce on some rice. It's fucking delightful, <laughs> right? It's my favourite meal. Mm. I really look forward to it. Mm. Joe was like, I bought some, uh, they do it in Iceland. Now, I'm not against Iceland. Mm-hmm. I'm not against low budget, you know, like budget um, supermarkets. Mm. In fact, I prefer them for a lot yeah. of stuff, right? Because it's cheaper. Mm. But Joe said, no, I've ordered these ones. They turned up and honestly, they might as well have just been strips of bacon. Ooh. And not only that, yeah. they, they were fucking disgusting. <laughs> And so I sat there, and the next morning I went to Sainsbury's and bought the pork belly that I like. <laughs> That's it, right? I'm having that later. I'm having that like a uh, yeah. It's still in the fridge at the moment. But don't skimp on your meat. I guess is what I'm saying to you. There. <laughs> Anyone else? I can't think of anything. 
And I'm, you know, no, like, which is you've awful known because yeah, it's like, oh, you're you're such a fucking I've everything. So uh, <laughs> I think what I'm saying is, I haven't recently ventured outside of my comfort zones, and maybe maybe <laughs> yeah, I should right. change that. Yes, you what should. should. I learn? I'm learning German, but I'm not enjoying it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How far can you get now? What what like you don't have to say anything, but how far can you get? I mean, I can do like you know being in restaurants and stuff or in shops really? and buying stuff. Yeah, I can do all of that. That's all okay. the right pizzas. That's a yeah. step up. Yeah. I can ask. I can ask where where the where the train station is. Okay, go on yeah. in. Uh, is the Bahnhof in the near? And then, and then... <laughs> I love the fact that the voice has to change. Well, I tell you, that's the other thing is like Chen hates it when I do it because I do enjoy yeah. sometimes putting on an accent, and she she gets really annoyed. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, it's respectful to try and actually nail the accent. I mean, probably <laughs> inevitably doomed, but you know. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, Matt. Um. I mean, I'm learning every day. Obviously, obviously. Can you learn how to stay in your position in pro clubs? That'd be that'd be the thing <laughs> you, that I'd you like can't contain that. genius on the field, David. Okay, but we I can contain get up front, you. It's more fun up front. I'm not, I'm not trying to contain genius. <laughs> it's way more fun up front. I've learned um, rather than being. It's, it's you know, not though. It's not. You've got to play a game up front. It's so dull, and and no, you barely I, get an opportunity to do anything. And when you do, I'm on the left wing, score, and all the action's happening on the right wing, and like, what's the what, what's the point of being being it? I'll just like run a bit, run back, run a bit. Oh, you know, it's not being on the wing. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. We have not slush on the wing. happening on the right, the other wing. Mm. You have slush on the wing. Yeah. Well, yeah. We need to get you in the in the game, James. Mm. I remember when right there was a bit. I know this is the, you know more football stuff, but there was a bit where Matt nearly scored, and we were like, Matt. You're out of position. He went, yeah, but I nearly scored. Yes, but now they're attacking us down the left and there's no one there, Matt. <laughs> and there was another time where I was right up front and I said, what am I doing here? Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> I can't be contained. Um, I love I'm it because re- Matt's attention like drifts sometimes. <laughs> so sometimes you're looking over and go, why is our left wing... Like by their goal, even though the ball's in our half. Like, <laughs> oh, because Matt's forgotten where he is in the pitch. No, because I've it. done a corner and didn't run on on time. Anyway, um, what have I learned? I've learned basically if you want, like, uh, reels on Instagram are limited by 90 seconds. If you want to do a longer reel, post a reel as a post and you can do up to three minutes. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I learned the other day. Okay. Interesting. Well, worth knowing. What's the, what's the time limit on you social media heads out there? What's the time limit on YouTube shorts, Matt? Uh, it has to be under a minute. Ah, fuckers. Well, a maximum minute. Oh, fair enough. Oh, I was going to go viral then. Never no, mind. Scuppered again. Um, That's it. Socials, Matt. What's mm. up? Yes. Um, well, it's very exciting, actually, because this Thursday, we're going to see the first teaser of the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. Yes, we and are. And we're going to be there watching it live on blah, blah. Twitch uh, to react to it. So I, I, I believe the times are correct. But yeah, from 10 to 9... The trailer goes live at nine. From ten to nine, uh, we'll be there to watch this trailer, react to it. But immediately after that, um, I mean, that might take only like fifteen minutes um, or so. Might be rubbish. Or twenty-five, including the ten minutes before. Uh, after that, James can be streaming some Elden Ring. So that could be half, quarter past nine, half nine. I'm not sure. But straight mm-hmm. after us doing a reaction to the Super Mario Brothers movie teaser trailer, James will be there. What if it's going to be one of those ones where it's like it's the spinning cube? <laughs> and it just says Mario. Like, you know what I mean? Like those initial tra- teaser trailer where yeah. it literally shows you fuck like, all. A logo. Like, and a, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be fuming. Or it'll just be like a silhouette of like somebody yeah, in a hat. Yeah. But we are going to hear. We are going to hear. I bet we're going to hear something. Yeah, surely we're going to hear the we're voice. We're going to hear Chris yeah, Pratt's even voice. Even if it's I think just we're going to hear the voice and it could be like, 
10, 15 seconds. I was, we'll was going to say, I reckon it'll just be him saying, it's a me, and that's going to be it. That's going to be... <laughs> oh, I mean, a there's me. a, lot of, a lot of hype for that, but yeah. maybe, you know... Yeah. Oh, anyway, I can't wait. We will, we will have live Thursday night from 10 to 9. Straight after that, James for Elden Ring. No stream on Friday and no see of uh, friends, but there's the streams Thursday night. Go to twitch.tv slash TCGSCO to watch it live from 10 to 9 on Thursday. If you miss it live, go to our YouTube channel, search TCGS on YouTube, and you'll find our streams from there as well. Um, if you're on Amazon Prime, connect your account with your Twitch account you have a Twitch Prime Gaming you get one free sub every single month and we really appreciate going to our channel give us your free monthly sub uh, that that means a lot to us so thank you for that if you've done it already tonight or if you're doing it after you listen to this the website is tcgs.co for everything else thank you so much for living it we will catch you next week for, for more video game chit chat uh, have a good week everyone life is getting shit <laughs> but we're all in it together alright Thinking of you all. We're on a big load of shit together, aren't we? Yeah. Your friend, David Turnip. Night night. Night. Goodbye. Bye-bye.